Cristo. Ladies and gentlemen, we are tonight. We are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? And Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. Look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick. You work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for the rundown. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, unintentionally offensive wrestling podcast. It is the biggest fucking week of the year for wrestling. It is WrestleMania weekend. And because of that, we're bringing you a star-studded, super-packed show of us monkeys. I'm your co-host, Troy. With me this week, Jason is here. I am back, and I am happy to be on the right. What a fucking packed... Like, this isn't even a threesome anymore. We're not, we're not dangling into foursome territories. We're swinging. It's some crazy shit up in here. We are also, for those of you watching at home, we are back on the YouTubes, bitches. So what that means is the Magical Smathers Lounge has returned, ladies and gentlemen. If you go to the YouTube page or if you're using the YouTube app, you can hit up the live chat box. You can share your thoughts. We're going to do WrestleMania picks. If you got picks, we want to see your picks. Dick picks, WrestleMania picks, doesn't matter. Send us picks. We're all about it. Do it in the live chat. We will read them on the show, and uh, we'll have some fun together. Oh, I'm sorry. Smathers Lounge, slide off your pants, make yourself comfortable. That's right. There you go. Like Ginger. But joining joining me and Jason this week from WrestleMania Salvation, we could not talk about WrestleMania without him. Sal is here. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's WrestleMania week. It's bright lights. It's big cities. It's long limousines. Not for us, but for other people, I'm sure. And I could not be anywhere but in the Rundown Wrestling Podcast to talk WrestleMania. Yeah, and for those of you watching on YouTube, you can come and Sunday and join Sal as he live watches WrestleMania with you all, as discussed on the last episode of WrestleMania Salvation. Nice. Good luck with that. It'll actually be fun. You can watch Sal get drunker and drunker as the event goes on. (laughs) It'd be worth it for the entertainment value alone as he gets angry when Brock Lesnar beats Seth Rollins. I'm sure I'll be the only one. And... The fourth dick in this man stew, Ginger, is here. Literally have my penis out right now. That's why I don't have a full body picture. Uh, what's up, you bunch of twat waffles? Uh, looking forward to this uh, podcast tonight, today, tonight, whatever we're going to call it. But um, we got WrestleMania week. Uh, so this should be an interesting one with the four of us having our opinions on each match. So it's going to be a good one. Is it just me or did Ginger's intro get a lot more aggro now that we're on YouTube? I don't know what that is. Like, all of a sudden we broke out twat waffles just because it's weird. I don't know. 
Oh, hey, I called everybody dirtbags last week. That's true, you did. We're just, we're just, es- we're just escalating. Eventually, it's just going to be like, anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's just I got a good one for next week already. <laughs> next week, it's yeah, racial yeah. slurs. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as I said earlier, we got the Smathers Lounge live in effect, and you can check that out. The man himself is in there. And, uh, oh, and then Smathers says, and then he gets suspended when he gets naked for the main event, I believe. That's referring to Sal. And Adam says, we're back to this, are we? Clearly Adam has enough time to be on the show, just no interest in doing so. And Smathers says, if he's on the show, how will anybody listen to Making the Grade? They'll know his opinions then. That's true. If you want to know Adam's opinions in advance, just listen to mine and then reverse them. <laughs> go. Oh, God. Here we go. Before we get into the part apparently of Adam and... says, Apparently Adam says it sounds like we're eight miles down a well. I don't know which one of us he's talking about. Probably all of us. This is the first time we've done this in a long time, and it's it's me trying to do it, so deal with it if you don't like it be on the show uh so (laughs) so before we get into our predictions and uh talking about the weekend wrestling we need to talk about some beautiful ladies that's right it was round two week two of the hottest female wwe talent tournament oh that's even worse on youtube all right (laughs) (laughs) and this week Hell, we broke some more fucking records, boys. As we We did. had 1,801 total votes for the week. Holy are those shit. Are, are those unique votes? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Let's start. Why would you start? So again, it's just Troy that sounds like that, by the way. Dude, suck my dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Always, always got to jump on my fucking dick about the way I sound in episodes and live streams and shit like that. That's just my voice, honky. All right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So um, I, uh, again, encourage all of you to go to rundownwrestling.com and vote just once. Just vote once. <laughs> Uno. Because if you vote more than once, I have to filter out the, out the votes and throw them away like Fucking Donald Trump did for the black votes in the election. So oh, we're going to get right into it. Oh, I knew politics were going to come into this tonight. Uh, it's Adam. He gets me He gets me all hot and bothered. Uh, <laughs> so we started things off thir- last Thursday when the Rundown Wrestling episode was dropping with Ruby Riot versus Killer Kelly. Uh, now, this one was going to be kind of an interesting one because obviously uh, in in this tournament so far, the kind of NXT women have gone a little bit more underappreciated just because they're not as well known. Um, but when you put her up against somebody who has enough space between her eyes to fit another pair of equally spaced eyes, Ew. you're going to get some votes <laughs> going one way or the other. So, uh, yet again, another so do, of these. Do, do we mention who we voted for? Because we've pretty, pretty much done that every week. Okay, Jason, <laughs> who did you vote for? I went for Killer Kelly because Ruby Riot looks like Rachel Dratch. All right, Ginger, Killer Kelly, definitely. Sal, Killer Kelly, Ruby Riot's kind of busted. I, I, I have said before, I think that Ruby Riot is an attractive lady, uh, but Killer Kelly is that is, is a Portuguese hottie. So. And by the way, hats off, Troy. Very nice pictures for Killer Kelly this week. Yes, I do. Absolutely. I do what I can, man. 
With a vote of 201, it's another person to break 200 to 144. With 58% of the votes, Killer Kelly moves on. Nice. So that would be the Sweet 16, right? That is correct, correct, sir. Yes. Then, Friday night, we had a very hotly contested matchup between Dakota Kai and... Uh Oh, Oh, boy. Until Dakota got disqualified. Nope. <laughs> Say that happened. She did not get disqualified. So, Ginger, who did you vote for? <laughs> I may have rigged the vote. Just kidding. Um, <clears throat> I went Dakota Kai. Okay. It so was close. Boo this man. Boo this man. Well, you might as well boo as me as well, because I went Dakota Kai. Yep. Don't Kai. get me wrong. The other participant, gorgeous. Just Dakota Kai has it. Oh, but does she? Oh yeah. Does, does she really? This is. But let's let's this, wait and hear what the vote. This this, this, this <laughs> we we have mentioned it many times before. Yes, it's a head-to-head competition, but everyone in this tournament is beautiful, and because just because we ate the Dakota Kai pie doesn't mean we didn't also eat the Mandy Rose pie. We just slightly enjoyed one more than the other. And that's all. Didn't mean that that was a bad tasting pie. It was delicious. Mandy Rose pie. Just meant that that we 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 liked it a little bit more. So Sal, who did you vote for? Yeah, it's Dakota Kai, <laughs> beautiful girl. But um, for me, Mandy's next level. So I voted for Mandy. Fair enough, Jason. Uh, I voted for Dakota Kai. So. I couldn't even fucking <laughs> nobody's bought nobody's buying that shit. There's a reason the woman is called God's greatest creation people. Come on. Well, as an atheist, I can okay. tell you there was many other people who decided to not vote for God's greatest creation. Will he vote of two eleven to two ten? Holy shit. With 50.12% of the votes, Mandy Rose is moving on. Wow. Because wow. y'all were about to have to do this show without me. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, though. That doesn't bode well for Mandy going into the next few rounds. Oh, no, she... did you did you happen to maybe take a look at who Mandy is against next round? Is it Becky? It's the man. Oh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. That one... I'm, t- I'm calling it right now. That vote is going to break all the records and be the highest vote out of the rest of the tournament. Oh, see, I thought you were going with it's just going to break the internet. I was like, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> I should mind. I, I should say that Dakota's vote total um, tied the next highest winner, <clears throat> beat all the rest of the winners this week. So, so you're saying if Dakota went against anybody else. Uh, you know, moving on. <laughs> didn't didn't say that exactly. I th- I feel like there might have been a little bit of shenanigans involved with some of the votes on there. Um, but you know, we'll see. So that moves us on to Saturday night. Not only is it all right for fighting, but apparently it's all right to go and take a trip to Arby's because Mickey James took on Tainara Conti. Conchi, sorry. 
I was just going to call on you. Ginger, who did you vote for? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I went Mickey James. Um, I still think she's got everything. Is just absolutely perfect about her. Even after having a kid. Or, yeah, only one kid, right, for her so far? So far, yeah. Or she got two. So, no, so. Just one so far. Okay. Regardless, gorgeous. I went with Mickey. Well, the, the good news is, is that, you know, that kid... I love Arby's, too. I mean, well, you know, that, that as soon as that kid came out, it was instantly able to do, you know, go on the swings. So, uh, <laughs> Jason. Jason. <laughs> uh, Khan, she is an amazingly beautiful woman, but Mickey James has full-on MILF status, and it's absolute fire. Mickey James got my vote. Sal. So... I went with Mickey. I, I got to tell you guys, her body type is actually like I, I suits me better than you know Tynara's eight pack, whatever she's got going on there. I I, I gotta say, man, Mickey is just whew. yeah. All right. Plus those cutoff Daisy Dukes from Impact don't don't leave my mind. So oh, you got that right, brother. Well, so the best it, it, outfit she ever wore. Was her and Tristratus at WrestleMania? I, I, like, I did, I did extremely short pink dress skirt. Mm. Mm, I don't know. Some of those impact outfits were were right. Mm. Up. Mm. I'll give you that. Smathers with maybe the line of the night. Ruby looks like her face caught on fire and got put out with a bolt paddle. Yeah. I, I was oh waiting. God. I was waiting until we were done to read those. I also particularly love Adams. I'm going to go back to watching the Bruins now. Great brand loyalty, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff popped in for a second. Must have been on break. Uh, must be in between giving Wiener vaccinations and said, "Love you guys. Miss you. Suck you soon." So okay. Yeah, there we go. Jeff should be on the road to WrestleMania right now. He said, "Is he checking? Yeah. Out? he's going to NXT tomorrow." He said, "Right." Yeah, he's going to NXT and he's going to WrestleMania. So yeah. fucking get your ass to New York, bitch. Oh, the yeah. fuck is he doing? Unless he's so, on his way to New York watching on his phone. There you go. While he's driving. <laughs> and typing. <laughs> he's going with other people. I don't know he's fucking driving. Oh, okay. So, with a vote of 192 to 183. Ooh, another close one. 51.2% of the votes. Moving on. My vote, Tainara Kanchi. Wow. <clears throat> oh, alright. So, screw your nostalgia flapping. Fapping. <laughs> flapping. So that one, that, that, one, was... that one took a turn. Late, mm. late huh? That did, that did take a turn. It was it was a, a, a late push. All the votes so came from Wisconsin. Alright, moving on. Slight left hook. <laughs> or Brazil. Whatever. <laughs> or Fortune. No, it was, it was pretty close the entire time. Let's talk about one that was not so close, because Sunday night, Liv Morgan took on Isla Dawn. Now, Isla Isla has been a bit of an upset so far in this tournament. Um, She, you know, her her first round was able to take out Alicia Fox. Um, But would it be enough to move on to the next round and potentially face either Charlotte or Natalia? Jason, who'd you pick here? Again, a tip of the cap to Troy finding probably the best available Isla Dawn photos to make it at least somewhat stop and look for a second. But, I mean, come on. I, you know, let's, come on. Let's, 
I mean, let's be real. I think we all know who Kim. Kim. So. Ken Kniff joining us on the Rendon podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, I got to tell you, I don't know how Isla Dawn made it past Alicia Fox. I think a lot of voters let their personal feelings get in the way. But um, That Alicia no, Fox photo was goddamn fire, the Troy Pope. Right? right? It's because of her Audi belly button. Probably. <laughs> I swear. But uh, Liv doesn't have that problem, and I went with Liv. So, wait, her belly button could fuck Baron Corbin's belly button? You know, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little Lint Babies. Oh, Jesus. Ginger. <laughs> Liv Morgan all day on that right. uh, on that competition. That is. Ah, a vote of 210 to 50. With 80% of the votes, Liv Morgan moves on. I will say. Isla Dawn had the lead for less time than Enzo Amore was employed by AEW. Never mind. <laughs> Isla Don had the lead uh, with less time than Angel Mori lasted inside of Liv Morgan. Uh, so I will say that next week, uh, if Natalia or Charlotte, whoever moves on this week, winds up beating Liv Morgan, I will quit the show. Uh, so <laughs> Monday's matchup saw Mrs. Johnny Wrestling, Candice LeRae, taking on Billy Kay. This is the one I was interested in most going into the week. Mm-hmm. So you're so interested in it. Who did you pick? Well, this is your classic cute versus sexy matchup. And I, that always uh, was interesting to me right off the bat when I saw these two sort of in line to face each other in this round. Uh, for me, it's Billy Kay, though. What the fuck, dude? Apparently Ginger doesn't agree. <laughs> Who did you pick? <laughs> no, my, my, my fucking... It keeps fucking freezing. I'm just getting pissed off. Gotcha. He just sat with his bare dick on a jalapeno seat. Wow. <laughs> that was your introduction to my bad <laughs> I, I, I had to adjust real quick right. um i went sticking to the seat <laughs> a little pre there yeah off the fucking rails already we right. jesus christ who the hell are we talking about right now candace array and billy Kane. okay candace array really nice. okay uh, I personally went with Billy Kay. Sal? Uh, it's going to be split. I went with Candace. All right. With a vote of 121 to 99. 55% of the votes. Yet again, another iconic moves on. Billy Kay. All right. And our final matchup of the week. Tuesday night saw a battle of the crazies. Naomi took on Nikki Cross. Why is Naomi crazy? Have you not seen? Uh, did, her? Did, did, did you see the part where she got arrested for drunk driving? Driving the wrong <laughs> drunk driving, driving the wrong way. And when, she was drunk. The, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say cops. she's bad shit yeah. crazy. She uh, tried to assault a police officer. Yeah. I would say you're a little crazy <laughs> to do that. All right, well, Sal doesn't think that Naomi has some issues, but who did you pick? She has some She does have some ass, but those pitches that Troy found in Nikki, I was very pleasantly surprised. And I'll say this, they swayed my vote. I went with Nikki Cross. All right. Jason? I got to tell you, honestly, I don't remember who I went with. I believe I went with Nikki Cross, though. <laughs> Fair enough. I myself went with Nikki Cross because I love Nikki Cross. Ginger? 
Same here, Nikki Cross. <laughs> All right. With a vote of 108 to 72, 60% of the votes, Nikki Cross moves on. Smart. Good choice, peeps. All right. Plus, she likes and to be I'd... dirty, so there's that. That's true. She um, likes to play. She wants to play. 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 No play. Nikki. No play with Nikki. No play with Nikki Stennis. <laughs> Nikki Stennis. Although I gotta tell you, every time I see those pictures and then I think that Killian Dane's popping in that every night, it just doesn't make yeah, sense to me. I understand. So, right now, this includes you people watching live here. You can go to rundownwrestling.com and vote on tonight's matchup. Because tonight, it is Paige taking on Io Shirai. And you're gonna wanna check out the photos that Troy picks for Paige. Yeah. By the way, can we take you, a second to you point said, out the fact that you, Troy, on our fucking website, full-on pussy flaps photos of Mickey James <laughs> at the start uh, of this contest. To be, to be fair, to be fair, I didn't care. <laughs> Trust me, I was, I was, the, I, I tried to find ass pictures. I was going to put the one where Paige is spreading her asshole, but you guys seem so, to be... Opposed to porno. So, so I already side, got us blocked at sales work. <laughs> side side story to this to this thing is that Troy responds in our host thread saying, "What? You can't see your pussy." So I was like, "Oh, really?" I zoomed Zoom. in. I circled Zoom it. Circle. Right, zoomed and circled, sent it back in the thread and said, "Oh, really?" Then my kid opens my iPad when I'm not looking. Oh, <laughs> and what the first no. thing on there is. Daddy, <sighs> daddy, what's this? Well, Brad's and B's conversation. Eh, well, well, son, that's where you came from. <laughs> and someday, that's where you you'll came come from. Mickey James? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know his personal well, life. That, that explains why it's so stretched out. <laughs> Tomorrow night. Now I, I didn't will... catch it before he saw anything, but <laughs> it was a moment of parental panic. Ooh, shit. Tomorrow night will be a matchup between Natalia and Charlotte Flair. Do we Ugh. want to give predictions? Uh, We're predicting sure. everything else on this goddamn show tonight. Sure. Who? Who? who... Sal. Huh? Sal. Sal. Natalia and Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Charlotte and her big new titties. It's that picture I sent last week, right? Yeah. Pretty that's it. <laughs> They're fixed. They're symmetrical. <laughs> no, actually, I went with uh, I went with, uh, with different pictures for Charlotte. <clears throat> Natalia takes a lot of the same picture, so it was difficult for me to find things because all of her pictures are her in a tank top, holding a bottle of water. Weirdly, their um, bulldog face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saturday night I will didn't be give my pick. Before, or whatever. Ginger didn't give his. We just glossed right over everybody else. I didn't give mine either. You didn't give yours. I thought we were just fucking with Sal. Go ahead. Go, Ginger, what is your pick between Dahlia and Charlotte Flair? Dahlia. Jason? That's a tough one, because I think they're both really fucking sexy, actually, to be honest I, with you. I um, think they're both atrocious, and I picked neither. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, Charlotte's body, like, just... She has no ass. It, it, no, Which like her. Shame. Although it is, she has an oddly shaped body, and it just—it's the—it's the, it's it's the, the John Cena body. complex. Yeah, See, 
You have to John, separate the hatred for Natalia's in-ring performance from the fact that she is very, very... Stocky? Thick in the <laughs> right ways. So I would go Natalia. She also has a... She, she looks like she wants to speak to your manager. So I just... No! I, oh yeah, yeah, just, she doesn't have the, 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 the shoulder and then the spike... You, no, not you've yet. You've also clearly never heard the phrase <laughs> fuck the bitch out of her. So, you know, it's oh, a challenge. All right. I guess we didn't give our picks for the first round, um, or for the first matchup, Paige and Io Shirai. Uh, it's, it's going to be difficult for me not to pick an Asian woman every chance I get. <laughs> so Io Shirai is my pick for that. Ginger, who do you go with? Uh, Paige. Paige all day. All right. Jason? I've had a thing for the English accent on a girl since I was a kid, so I'm going Paige. Plus, you know, she likes to warm it up for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she seems to be a and, decent and, and, so, yeah. and she's very racially tolerant. And you got to respect that. That's true. Huh? Yeah. So, good good on you there, Sal. Who do you go for? Who are you going for there, buddy? Um, it, it's Paige, but not by much. Eo's mm-hmm. gorgeous. All right. Uh, speaking of Asians, Saturday night will be Mia Yim versus Kyrie Sane. Uh, me personally, I would go with Kyrie. But uh, really? Sal, Sal, who would you go with? Mia Yim. Oh. I told you, I'm I'm just not a big fan of big, of big fake titties. Uh, Jason. I'm going with the one from the Far East. Well, there's only one of them from the Far East, because the other <laughs> one is from America. So I'm guessing you're going to go with Kyrie Sane. No, I'm going with Mia Yim. Yeah, nice, nice try there, buddy. Wow. Ginger, Kyrie saying she's pretty fucking sexy, if you ask me. <clears throat> I, maybe it's the whole pirate thing that does it. Did you just pull out paper towels? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing? We are live, man. We are on air. And then our final matchup of the week. I don't need to see your comes fucking stains, dude. Uh, the last matchup of the week, Sunday you think night. That's where I come from. We got bigger issues on this show. So. <laughs> Peyton Royce takes on Rhea Ripley. So, Ginger, who you got? A Peyton. And Sal. Peyton. Jason. It's a beautiful Australian versus the NXT UK champion. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'd go with Peyton, too. Sorry, Rio. All right. So, let's take a quick little peek at the chat here. Yep, nothing there. All right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, Smather said he voted for Nikki for the same reason. He always liked AJ. Crazy is sexy. That's true. Uh, and we know that AJ was willing to give up everything for some dirt. So... Uh, I still think from... one of my favorite memes ever is where is that photo of Paige and AJ from WrestleMania. It's like when you claim you love wrestling, but dick is life. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else is life? The perfect ten. A ten. A ten. A fucking ten. All right. So we start start up Raw. Anyways, Raw had. A special announcement from Stephanie McMahon because she, of course, is the reason the women's revolution exists. We covered this last week. She actually is. But go ahead. uh, She uh, she announced that the main event for WrestleMania, which I'm still curious if it's going on last. It is. 
They've only said main event. Yeah. <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm saying is they've only said main event. It is going last. All right. Well, we'll see. We will see Sunday. They've said closing uh, the show a couple times, too. The women have okay. in interviews. So. All right. In interviews. Yes. You know, plans change, bro. Yep. Cards <laughs> subject uh, to change, baby. That's right. And the main event of WrestleMania will be a winner-take-all match. That means whoever wins will be the Raw Women's Champion and the SmackDown Women's Champion until they combine them into one Women's Championship belt in a couple of weeks. Which they won't do. They are doing it. They're I not, have already called it. it. They, are, they, are, they are combining those belts. You're going, to have, you're going to have one person lose them nope. and then retain the other belts? Dude, or... Fox is not going to allow that to happen. <clears throat> They're going to want their own championship. Well, they want, they're, they're fucking specifically demanding certain fucking broadcast teams. You think they're not going to want a fucking championship belt that's exclusive to the product on their network? Alright, alright, we'll, we'll see. There's a reason they're not calling it a unification match, put it that way. Alright, alright. So, so, Jason, what did you think of the segment here, um, which will eventually lead to Charlotte being the first dual champion? <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, I assume, touch on the uh, the segment that came later on as well because that's sort of been a source of discussion around a lot of wrestling circles this week um i i I, you know what i sort of really got a chuckle out of stephanie's announcement that she was going to add herself because it was april fools but it was such a believable thing that the crowd totally fucking bought it um i thought that was kind of funny um it doesn't surprise me i sort of expected something like this would happen um even though they confirmed that the SmackDown women's title wouldn't be on the line the week before. You know, they confirmed it. Um, but uh, it's not not a surprise. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, and we talked about that last week when we talked about taking the title off of Asuka in the first place, but I sort of understand it. I, don't, I wouldn't do it, but I get why they did. All right. Anything else to say about the the segment before we get into the segment later on? Yeah, just uh, so first of all, um, we we've discussed this in nauseam. When you booked yourselves in a corner, there's really no choice that they had. Uh, you weren't going to have Oscar fight Fire and Desire on the pre-show or any time in the card because it just would have felt less than than the Raw Women's Title. So. I think it just makes sense, you know, uh, probably the most convoluted way they've ever done something. But at this point, they're main eventing. It's winner take all. I I understand both belts being on the line. Why are the SmackDown titles not presented as less than? I, well, I don't think Fox will appreciate that. Back to your point. I personally hate this whole thing. They should have just kept one title and... That would that <clears throat> they were building it up that way the whole entire time. Why throw this little thing in there um, to make Ronda Rousey the first unifi- unified champion? That's my well, opinion. To that point, I don't think it's going to be unified. I agree with Jason. For a long time, Jay Lethal and Ring of Honor carried around the TV title and the world title, and then he lost one of them, and it was fine. He still had the other one, and I think that's what whoever the winner. At WrestleMania, is they'll either have both titles for a month or what have you, and then they'll, you know, eventually uh, lose it off at the next pay per view or whatever. Are you so, um, 
Oh, sorry. Let, let me ask you this. When is the Money in the Bank pay-per-view? Do we know? May. It is in May, so it's pretty early this year. It's not even July like it used to be. It's, it's probably whoever wins this match, Ronda, is going to get cashed in on. She's going to hold them for about two months. Yeah, and that's what I figure. So that, that's and my opinion. That's, that's, I why I don't think they're gonna, that's why I don't think they're going to unify them. They I will f- be... Still yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to unify. I meant duel. Um, but I fucking hated it. I was so mad when they announced it. But you knew it was coming. Yeah. As soon as Charlotte won it. But they're going to do what they want to do. And they're trying to make it big when it was already big enough. So I'm I'm hoping that everyone has seen um, the video of the after match brawl. With Benny Hill music behind yes. it. <laughs> it. It is actually pretty hilarious put to that music. Yeah. You seem confused, Ginger. Do you know what Benny Hill music is? No. It's that... Oh. <laughs> that shit. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> we had we had a another just nonsensical match. A six-woman tag team match where well, the Riot Squad took on Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. And the basis of it was, if one of these three chicks turned on one of the other ones, they would be removed from the match. Which I would contest, why wouldn't Charlotte just beat the fuck out of one of them and be like, I got my title, I defended it. <laughs> <laughs> she wants both titles. Oh. And she yeah. wants that spotlight. That yeah. greedy bitch. <laughs> so, uh, like, mere seconds after the match ended... Ronda Rousey proceeded to beat the ever-loving piss out of Charlotte. <laughs> Which I uh, loved. I thought that was, oh, yes. it was perfect. Yes. Yeah. It was perfectly done. Uh, this this proceeded to have a brawl, which security came out, which clearly not security. They got the shit kicked out of them as well. They, uh, the police came out. They wound up handcuffing all three ladies. Now, <laughs> usually in these kinds of situations, <laughs> security which are normally just performance center guys, are always kind of made to look like idiots. Excuse me, excuse me. Sometimes it's Vern Vicalo, Dan Terry, Don <laughs> Vega. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, I think when it comes to that, I think it's like what area they're in. Like yeah. New England, it's always indies. <clears throat> yeah. So, so yeah, so, but normally it's security officers, the job, that's made to look like fools. This was the first time that I felt that the police were made to look like fools. And well, they specifically apparently you forgot said, a lot Austin. of shit in wrestling, then. When was Aust- that? Austin used to make the cops look like fools. When? Like when they jumped over them to clothesline Vince. <laughs> yeah, and then they arrested him, and he was like, go eat a donut, you fat bastard. That's what you, but he got arrested. Do, do you remember The Rock telling the, the, the investigators trying to figure out who ran over Stone Cold to go take some donuts and shove them up their candy ass. <laughs> it's, but I, I I know what you're trying to say, Troy. Yeah, what I'm what I'm getting at is these police officers who I, I'm high, highly doubting that they're actual police officers. God, that was awful. Um, proceeded to put two people in the middle of a fight, both in the back of the same cop car. How else which, are they gonna scissor? <laughs> one, of, one of the police officers fell down halfway through it trying to put one of them they allowed Ronda Rousey to jump in another unmanned police car and jam it into another police car this is what I'm talking about the police officers are made to look like incompetent fools 
And was normally, like twelve of them too. Normally, you don't see that. Normally, like yeah, Stone Cold can run his flap his gums all he wants, but he was still taken away in handcuffs. You know, yeah, he was blah 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 blah, but he was taken away in handcuffs. Yeah. So yeah. Didn't so he this... somehow steal the cop car and drive it back to the arena once? Uh, yeah, Dean Ambrose did it once, I think, too. But, that was an ambulance. But again, you don't see that. You just, you just see the cop car. You don't really make that connection of, like, look at these fucking idiot police officers. They can't proceed to arrest three fucking women. So, yeah, so they, they threw Becky Lynch and, and uh, Rhonda in the back of the same police car. They proceeded to start scissoring. Rhonda <laughs> kicked out the window and then tried to reenact that scene from Ace Ventura where he escapes from the back of the round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It, <laughs> she manages to get out when Charlotte and, and Becky are fighting each other. Rhonda proceeds to get into the front of a police car, ram it into the side of the other one, before finally the police are able to drive off with Becky in one car, Rhonda in another one, and then they just left Charlotte there. Well, wait, you, you skipped the part where Rhonda stuck her head out the window and Charlotte just fucking stiffed oh Peter right in the face. Oh, God, right in the fucking that face. That was a beautiful spot. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the thing, all right? This entire segment was amazing. To me, anyway. I know a lot of people may not have liked it. But right, right in the beginning, as Rhonda just immediately attacked Charlotte as soon as they get the pinfall, I thought it was great. And then when Charlotte got arrested... I actually appreciated Charlotte's character work a lot more at this point because she's yelling, I'm going to have you all fired, and <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And then she is legit just scraping and kicking and just nailing anybody who comes in her way. I was like, holy shit, she's not holding anything back. If these are workers, they're getting kicked in the face for real. She, and then, she's only nailing Andrade. <laughs> and then uh, putting them in the back of the car Becky and Rhonda and having them look at each other and then immediately start kicking the shit out of each other I thought was great I'm not exactly sure how Rhonda was able to move a car with her hands cuffed behind her back with her feet it was in park dude <laughs> but whatever I thought it was a great segment I thought it built a lot for this feud going into Sunday I gotta be honest, I fucking loved it. Like, I know a lot of people thought it was hokey and stupid and whatever, but, like, I feel like you gotta be able to have a little fun with your product sometimes, too. And I felt like that's sort of what this was. It was it was definitely a little nonsensical in spots, but it was fun. Like, it was different. We got visually taken to a different part of the arena. We got to see people enacting a situation where you normally wouldn't see it on a wrestling show. It was different. It sparked my interest. It was humorous. There were stiff spots. There were funny moments. I, I honestly, I thought it was great. It didn't do a ton to like build more anticipation. I, I don't think it necessarily did that. But I think it was entertaining television. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I'm gonna start by saying this: whoever that poor security guard that Charlotte Flair kicked in the face, right? And he just, <laughs> oh my god, dead. Yeah, I don't think he moved. I think he rolled out and was just dead for the rest of the time. But um, so it went, in my opinion, a little too long. It dragged out a little bit, in my opinion. Um, but at the same time, it was entertaining. You haven't had a female, two female talents doing or three, nonetheless, Sister do this before. Television? 
Yeah, that too. But you haven't given what have you ever seen anything like that with the women's division? No. Never. Not to that level. That's what I mean. So at least they're giving them they're still giving them opportunities. How are those jello involved? Well yeah. yeah. But it's I liked it, but the only thing like I said, they dragged out so I watched the recap version, um, I think it was just on WWE Top 10. They shortened it, and it seemed a lot better. But when you watch it as a whole, it was really dragged out. I enjoyed it, but a little dragged out for me. Hold on. I think I have the shortened version. Let me just do a screen share here. It's, uh... <laughs> so also on Raw, <laughs> moving, moving right along. Also on Raw, the almighty Bobby Lashley. Wait, 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 Troy, what'd you think of it? I laughed a lot. (laughs) I was, I was entertained. There you go. (laughs) I thought, I thought it was funny, honestly, Um, which is good. It was, it was an entertaining moment because it was, yeah, there was a couple of shots. Like, like you said, the Charlotte kneeing Ronda in the face was just like, ooh, fuck me, like. That one, that one looked like it hurt. Um, yeah, I I laughed as soon as they cut over and Rondo's behind the wheel of a fucking <laughs> cop car. I was I was just like I'm like this is everything that you just have to love about wrestling when it gets when it gets to, to shit like this here. Just like if these people would be in prison at this point. <laughs> so yeah, I I enjoyed it. I mean, they've done a good job of building. All right. I I think they've done a good job of building this this matchup. I'm excited for it. Um, This just kind of added a little bit to it as well. So yeah. yeah, So moving right along, we had... hmm, So the almighty Bobby Lashley cut a promo, which is never a good thing. And... (laughs) Well, didn't Leo cut the promo pretty much? Leo cut the promo, but Bobby then started to. Yeah. Yep. I can't remember anything because it was dull as fucking dirt, but... but hey, he guys, I'm Bobby Lashley. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, he always looks like he... He always looks like he's just remembering what his line is. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, Finn Balor comes on the Titantron, and he has a bunch of smoke around him, because spoopy. He's Bray Wyatt now. I just and... thought he was hanging with the Rascals in Impact Wrestling. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Sal's the he... only other one that gets that joke, but okay. <clears throat> He proceeds to have a gust of smoke go around him, and then the demon appears. And how does he appear? By showing everybody what he's going to do to your woman tonight. By <laughs> so remember, gentlemen, if your woman comes home from a, from a wrestling event and she has face paint on her thighs, the, the demon's been inside her. Yeah, this was... <laughs> Hot fucking garbage. What what was this even? Like he's trying out to be a member of KISS now? Like mm-hmm. it was so ridiculous for him to just be like No, the demon uh, was another character I, that in wrestling that joined KISS. I I, I mean the, the the demon paint usually has a tongue flailing around on it, so I mean it is kind of with the character. No 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 no, please don't defend this. Please don't. This was fucking awful. 
This he is has the a most tongue cartoony tag shit. Dude, I've I'm ever sorry. Seen I'm sorry. That's a because hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is where we draw the fucking line. Dude, it was awful. We watch wrestling. Like we are, not only do we watch wrestling, we analyze wrestling and podcast seven fucking times a week about. And this is too fucking hokey for us. If the dude just showed up in his goddamn speedos, painted up like a demon, we'd be goddamn fine with it. But because he wagged his tongue, that's too goddamn much for you, Azel. Come on, dude. This was the stupidest thing I've seen on Raw in a while, and that says a lot. Are you fucking kidding me? This was dumb, but it was far from the dumbest thing I've seen. Oh, in what, I don't, what I don't like, we haven't seen the demon in probably more than a year, right? We've seen Bobby Lashley's sisters. Pointed pointed to his asshole for like three months straight. Okay. I'm not I'm not saying this was, that was also this was the worst thing ever. I'm saying that this was this was dumb. It was yeah, a dumb way to bring back the point of it. Like it was it supposed to be like scary? Like, well look who's look who's gonna show up at WrestleMania. First of all, what you do is you do the surprise. You don't have yep. him appear on Raw and just all of a sudden, he's a magician, and he's got demon face paint on. Like, why he's been was, hanging out back with Bray pro- Wyatt too much. Why was it a problem now, but not when Smash used to do it in Demolition all the time? Smash would change from normal No, he, would, he to... would do the tongue thing over his face, maybe. I don't have a problem with the tongue thing. For... So, sound like Finn Balor's tongue. We're on board now. Okay, now we're moving. So, I have a no, problem my... with the whole presentation of it. It's just... <laughs> why? What... what... What is it? so? Here's my question: What what would have been an okay presentation for a dude in speedos transitioning into a demon? What they did the last time he did this with uh, Seth Rollins, where he appeared in the ring after the lights went out and went back on, and then attacked Seth Rollins. Okay, so the only no issue we have is that he didn't that. do it in front of the crowd. No, the only issue I had was that he talked the entire time. I then, yeah. I then made noise. Yeah, he literally went, <laughs> like, no. It was fucking six year old. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? He to, me it was, to me, it was just kind of hokey. That's all. Yeah. It's wrestling. It's hokey by the well, yeah. But don't let the go on for fucking, what, 45 seconds, I think it was? It's fine for him well, to do Well, that's not Balor's fault. That's the direction. No, no, I, I, I understand no, that. I'm not blaming Balor. I'm blaming Balor. Just the direction, how they wrote that segment was just awful. How you yeah. write it versus how it's directed are two totally different fucking things. And we're, I don't. I don't think that anyone's blaming Finn Balor. We're, we're, no. we're blaming segments, and we're talking about the segment, and the segment sucked. <laughs> I don't think it sucked. I don't think it was. I don't think it was great. I don't think it sucked. I think it was there. I think it was the way we're going to introduce that it's going to be the demon at WrestleMania. Honestly, just, what all it should have been was he, you know, said the demon line, smoke, face paint, all that stuff, and then it just goes away. No tongue, no nothing. So your like issue that. is I, that he showed his tongue. <clears throat> No, so it went. The, to, it went to line, They should have just done the face paint. And that was it. So the defining just, line for you is it's go, it's a good segment if he doesn't show his tongue. It oh, would have been better. I no. didn't say it would would have been good. It would have been better if they just fucking didn't have him stick his tongue out for forty five fucking seconds. No, see, see, my issue was this is like the ultimate of nitpicks. I'm just saying. yeah. No, see, see, and my issue was is that there is there is a look that occurs or there is there is an action that occurs when you can tell a worker doesn't know when they're cutting. Yep. Yeah. And it's him going, blah, blah, and that happens blah. All the time. 
it does. And that's the issue was that it was a poorly directed segment. Oh, it's poorly yeah. directed. Sometimes shit like that just happens when you're live. There's nothing you can do. I will tell you this. The women around the world watching Raw, basements flooded everywhere. There's going to be fucking mold down there in a month. And you would know, sir. <laughs> right. I, uh, okay. I don't I don't think we're going to get anywhere on this topic. So. Yeah. This uh, let's, let's talk about real quickly here. <laughs> okay, sorry. I did, of all the goofy fucking shit we watched that we like totally rationalize away, I just feel like it's funny that this is the thing that got everybody all worked up. But okay. wait till the next thing on Raw. We're gonna disagree on that too. Like we're perfectly okay with the spirit of the Undertaker levitating through the Titan Tron. That was yeah. cool. But Balor showed his song. Okay, cool. I'm out. The Undertaker never was like. Uh, no. Oh, the Undertaker did that so. every time he did a tombstone, was, motherfucker. Every was, single fucking tombstone. <laughs> we saw that bitch's song. Okay, the fuck conviction. off. Maybe it's the conviction, because you believe that when Taker did it, when Balor did it, it just looked like he didn't give a shit either. So, so... His, Moving on. He had a less believable tongue. Okay, got it. There was, there was an entire meme when Undertaker laughed at Brock Lesnar's face. Okay? Oh, that was great, though. I fucking love that. In the middle so, of the match? That was so, great. So, okay, we're going to... We're going to stop that because we've already gone too far. All right, I'm, I'm cutting out most of the shit in the Perfect Ten here. Let's talk really quickly if we think that there's going to be any more um, post-mania call-ups from NXT or okay. maybe somebody else from the independents. So um, <clears throat> me and Jason kind of talked about it yesterday, who we think from NXT will be coming up. But we want to hear from Ginger and from Seth. So, Ginger, do you have anybody down in NXT, or maybe somebody, a big name on the independents that you, that you could conceivably see show up next week on Raw or SmackDown? I think they blew their loads already with Gar- bringing up Ciampa, Gargano, Aleister Black, and Ricochet. They already blew their fucking load on it. So mm-hmm. it's not going to mean anything. Normally, after Mania, you oh shit, there's going to be a call-up, or there's going to be a big signee. They fucking blew their load already on the NXT, guys. So they're going to pull something out of their ass. But I don't... After your conversation on um, NXT Revisited, there's really not a lot of people out there that are big names. So that's my opinion on it. Could you point out the beauty of the fact that the dude with no pants on is the one that said they just blew their load and they got to pull something out of their ass? I don't know. (laughs) A lot of innuendos, a lot of inhorrendos. That's Uh, just rumor. I, I definitely appreciate what you guys are saying about Velveteen Dream. I think he makes a huge impact on that roster uh, immediately, especially on Monday nights. Other than that, from NXT, I think they should call up the whole Undisputed Era and have them jump somebody. Boom. They probably won't, but I think that would be the most impactful thing they can do as far as NXT. Oh. Um, when I look at the indies, there's not anybody that's really prevalent unless maybe some Lucha Underground guys that have just recently been uh, let out of their contracts. Maybe we could see some of them. I heard King Cuerno, but I don't, as Jason mentioned on Revisited, I don't see that's a really big name. Um, I tell you, it's a shame it couldn't be Jay Lethal. I think that would be fucking incredible. Unless, you know, 
Raw, maybe. But uh, I heard he resigned, so I doubt it's going to be him. If Jay Lethal's getting signed by WWE, he's in the cruiserweight division. By the way. Yeah. Uh, so, Ginger, you got something? You got something? Uh, yeah, uh, I just want to add something. I I don't know if we want to talk about this now or on another episode, but there are certain guys that need to stay with NXT and not go to the WWE roster. At, yeah. at the Undisputed Era, do never, never bring them up. Never. Velveteen Dream, never bring them up. No, because those... Those uh, are the guys dream, you want to build around. Dream no, the dream. He, he, the guy. Uh, it's. I, 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 really, I really don't think Vince will murder him. Vince will murder him. He will look at him as uh, Orlando, the next Orlando Jordan. No, 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 no. Vince is also the same guy that made Goldust into a household character for a decade. Completely different era. Same guy. No. Trust a dream. I have no no misgivings. Ch- I, I would love it to, but I wouldn't want to see him come up and get the shit treatment. That's just my opinion on it. Uh, see, I don't think he'll get the shit treatment. See, here's my biggest problem with, with the NXT call-ups every year, is that they're not corresponded with main roster releases. And I'm not looking for guys to lose their jobs, but the problem is they have so many guys there already, they don't have space for these new guys, and then they get lost in the shuffle. CEC3. What you got to do is sort of, and since the advent of the network, we've sort of lost that annual purge where they sort of just release a fuck ton of guys, and with all the shit going on with AEW, I don't know that we're going to see one of those anytime soon, and this roster desperately needs that type of douching. Um, But that, to me, is the biggest problem. I don't think Velveteen will have a problem. I can I can see what you're saying with the Undisputed Era because you look at Sanity and you think, right. you know. But I will also say um, Vince's input and impact on NXT is vastly underestimated. He is not completely hands-off like everyone believes it to be. Oh, yeah, okay? no. But everyone everyone sits there and says, oh, NXT is so great because Vince doesn't touch it and Triple H is... No, he, Vince, Vince signs out. off on shit, yeah. yeah. It's been... Widely reported, he really has nothing to do with creative for NXT. He signs the checks and approves who they're going to sign for the brand. But the the week to week pay per view, like NXT take it. He I'm not have any. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about booking. I'm talking about yeah. He he definitely watches it and he pays attention to okay, the people so down there. Vince himself told the story that Takeover Dallas was the first NXT event he ever attended. Okay, ever attended. Yeah. Ever watched or ever attended? I'm not saying he doesn't watch the product, okay. but I don't think he has any. That, that I mean, I watch the product. I have no fucking influence over it. Now, see, that's an interesting takeover though, because that was the one that Nakamura debuted at. Yes. And, and before that, you saw the picture of Vince in his office, and they were shaking hands, and they had the whole photo op. So you would have to assume, especially if Vince is signing the checks, that he does have a hand on who they bring in to NXT. That's what I just said. Hey, so he did just say that. That being said, there's got to be people out there he's he's trying to recruit or trying to sign, well, right? Not. Hunter does most of the recruiting and signing. <coughs> Vince just yeah. he's got, okay, he's got okay, Regal and people, yeah. So yeah. what We've about been... somebody from New Japan? What about like a Will Ospreay or something like that? Uh, it's possible, but I don't think so. I think eventually yeah. we will see Will Ospreay in WWE. I, I do think that will happen before the end of his career. Uh, I don't think it'll be now. Yeah. Okay. He's so also have, he's also working the Ring of Honor show on Saturday at the Garden against uh, uh, uh why am I blanking? Yeah, Bob. The guy that I wanted to have called up. Um Jeff Cobb. 
Oh, dude, Jeff Cobb's great. Yeah. Apologies for sidetracking. I just wanted to bring that point up. No, that's no problem. <clears throat> All right. So speaking now, rather of, than skipping the perfect ten, because then it's not really a perfect ten. Can we? I'm just... not skipping it. I'm okay. skipping around. Oh, you said you were going to skip a couple things. That's why. Okay. No, I'm skipping around. Okay. Because I'm because I'm leading because I know something's going to be a big topic, and I'm saving that for right before the main event. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Tanil Dashwood uh, recently said that she is not re-signed with ROH, and apparently still blames WWE for releasing her. Uh, so, Tanil, her run in, in ROH obviously hampered by an injury, much like her runs in WWE numerous times. Yeah. Um, she was nothing in ROH. Should have been something more. And it seemed like they might have been playing on it, and then she just became a valet in her last couple of uh, appearances on, on ROH. Um, so obviously, you know, we've talked about it now that she's technically a free agent. You know, what's what's next for Tennille Dashwood? Sal? I mean, I think we're a, a long time removed from when she and Paige set NXT Arrival on fire. But I think the girl still can go. She can still find a permanent home in a wrestling company and be a decent part of their stories, whether that's AEW or Impact. I don't know. I don't know where she goes from here. I feel like she's kind of falling out of favor in too many companies all at once. But I have no problem with Neil Dashwood. I think she. I think she can be a viable part of someone's women's division. I just, to me at this point, I think that the injuries have been too numerous for anyone to rely upon her at this point to, for an extended run of anything. So that's, that's just my take on it. Um, I mean, repeated injuries to the, you know, to the same shoulder and things like that. That's, it's enough for most companies to be like, you know, do we want to build a division around them? I mean, ROH doesn't give a fuck about their women. And still didn't re- didn't resign her, so kind of says a little something there. Jason, I remember when WWE released her, and everyone was falling all over their dicks to like kill WWE for for letting her go. And this girl's got so much talent, you couldn't find anything for her. Blah 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 blah. I gotta tell you, I've watched her since she's left WWE, and I'm not just talking ROH. Uh, where her greatest contribution was the tightest pair of jeans I've ever seen in my life. Um, but I watched her on a lot of indies, and I watched her against some of the top female names out there, the Tessa Blanchards. I've seen her against Zaya Brookside. I've seen her a lot. Um, because I was very, very curious to see how she would fare uh, post-WWE. And watching her post-WWE, the thing that sort of stuck out to me every time I would watch her was... What was ever special about this girl? Like, she just doesn't stand out at all in her presentation, her performance, her character work, nothing except dead ass. That's it. Um, but it's sort of like you wonder if, like, all those people is just like, oh, they're going to cut this person. Well, fuck them. They don't know what to do. Well, they do know what they're doing most of the time. Occasionally they don't. But most of the time, if they let someone go, it's because they don't see them progressing or being a draw for them and i think they saw it with Tennille before we did and <coughs> I, i'm not surprised i don't 
this is not a shocker to me at all. Okay, so I'm going to bring everybody back to her last match in WWE on the roster. Does everybody remember that match or no? It was against Asuka. <laughs> Correct. That match was fucking amazing. That was Asuka's best, best match, in my opinion, in on the main roster since she had call, been called up. And they fight, and Emma put her put her over, and those two went at it, and then the next day gone. I, I mean, to Troy's point, the injuries really hurt her, but at the same time, when you see a female work that match with the the your your top female talent at the moment, and you fucking release her the next day, my my opinion, fucking mistake. Here's where, I, here's where I'm going to call bullshit, though, Ginger, because everybody at that level can work, save for Enzo Amore. When you get to that level, everybody can work a good match. If You should be able to fucking work a good match with Asuka at that point. Can you stand out? Can you establish yourself? Can you be a character and a persona that people attach to and are related to? She never could. She hasn't since. She, there's been no connection to the crowd with this girl. Okay, so uh, and, and hold on, can I just, and, hold on, and one more thing. God damn it! One more thing though, and you also got to factor in that they spent months building a character and a persona that they wanted this girl to do, and she either refused to or was so fucking bad at it that they had to completely nonsensically change her back. Yeah, what are you bad at it on purpose? She was bad at it on purpose. Well, maybe so, but that hey, again hey, which, is that somebody you want to work that? with. Which What's one that? was that? Emelina. The Emelina character. Oh, oh Jesus. That was probably one of the greatest gimmicks they pulled because every single week it was next week. I've, I I found it entertaining. But you find out after out. the fact that the reason they kept delaying it was because they were trying to get her to be able to do it well, and she couldn't. Well, See, yeah, that, that obviously stands a problem. But when they let her run with that... She, the, the short, like, I think it was a three- or four-week gimmick that she started the women's revolution. I enjoyed that because it got her heat. Everybody hated it. It got her X-Pac heat, though, dude. It didn't get her, like, legit heat. But, it, no, it got people to react to her. It didn't get her people care about you heat. It got her Natalia heat. Oh, yeah, speaking yeah. of which, they still employ people like that and Alicia Fox and other people that – Really don't connect with the crowd, but they, yet they, Natalia they does connect with the crowd, dude. And here, I'm not even talking about her. I'm just Natalia talking about other people in general. doesn't connect with us, but she connects with the little girls in the crowd. If you watch them, they go fucking crazy for her, dude. And that little kid that grabbed the titty. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Him too. <laughs> Was that the same kid that grabbed Alexa uh, Alexa Bliss's ass that time? Maybe. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Lucky bastard. Right. But uh, it, that, that's my opinion on it. I think it, I, I think it was somewhat of a mistake because she showed her very high skilled talents in that match with Asuka, and then they let her go the next okay, day. Okay, you know what? Cody Rhodes is a mistake. Cody Rhodes has gone off and made a fuck ton of money on his own. Tennille is not a mistake by definition because she's done fucking nothing since she's no, left. No, but Cody, you can't classify Cody's mistake. He asked for his release. There was There's nothing, nothing they could do. He would have walked anyway and when he his asked contract for, And he asked for his release because they wouldn't fucking do anything with him. He wanted so to go Drew back Mac to being Cody. letting Drew McIntyre go a mistake? Because yes. he came back and he's fucking amazing. Yes, because he went out and made a name for himself on the Indies and proved they were wrong to release him. Oh. That's when you prove that they made a mistake. 
Pac is currently in the, the process of proving they made a mistake with him. Making agree, money, agree to disagree, sir. What has Emma, what has Emma done since she left? Oh, I haven't followed her. That's that's the whole point. I can tell you, Pac, you know what he's doing. I don't doing. follow anybody after they leave the company. <laughs> I'm a huge WWE mark. What do you want me to say? It's the only product that I've religiously watched. But so you know, if you're you know, gone, you're gone. But you know Cody. You know what Cody's up to. Well, yeah, because all the fucking okay. nerds are talking about him. Okay, but that's the point. He's doing right, something Dallas. buzzworthy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's buzzworthy, but that's because he's starting his own company. He was buzzworthy before he was starting his own company. His fucking list was all the rage on fucking Instagram. Wait, wait, led, wait, wait, wait. It wait, led wait. to every well, other performer on the indies putting, putting together their list. No, we, we can't compare Cody. Cody's a, Cody's a whole class on his own. There's a lot of other people that have left WWE that have done jack shit. Sal, you're making my point. My point is, there are people that leave and succeed and prove that their release was a mistake, such as Cody, such as Drew McIntyre, such as Pac, and then there are people who leave WWE and tell you how great of a career they're going to have now that they're not being held back, and they go on the indies, or they go on another promotion, and they do shit. Alberto Del Rio. Fuck that. Garbage. Never liked him. And and I'm saying, Tennille falls into the Del Rio group. Okay, let me ask you a quick question. Austin Aries. Alright? He left WWE. He went to TNA and won every single fucking belt they had and held them all for like six months. And then he fucked over that company and left them. Is he a success post-WWE career? No, he's a piece of shit. Well, he Speaking is of Impact shit. Wrestling, <laughs> <laughs> Impact Wrestling released an, uh, one of their own employees uh, in the most impact way possible by murdering her. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there has been uh, – Rosemary has had her little – Jason, help me out. What does she call it? The Abyss, whatever. What is it called? The Undead Realm. Undead Realm. The undead it's actually realm, yep. Sue Young and James Mitchell's little playground. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, that's Sue Young's thing. Rosemary's been fighting with Sue Young. Okay. Well, Rosemary disappeared for a long time. Yeah. Well, because they buried her. I don't know. Oh, you're, getting, you're getting really defensive about Impact Wrestling. I think you need to, need to either cool up, cool, chill out a little bit, or start, an, you'll start a podcast about Impact Wrestling. Or I'm going to go uh, to Katana and a Freddy <clears throat> Krueger glove, and we're going to go to town and this shit. You're going to go Scary Terry on your ass. Yeah. Uh, so... We so we proceeded to hit. Fuck that. Correctly, it it is Rosemary that kills her, right? No, it was Sue Young. No, Sue Young. Okay. Sue Young. Sue Young. Rosemary was there to save her. Watch this dumb shit, okay? I don't fucking know which face painted bitch is which, okay? (laughs) Rosemary. Rosemary. Broken Hardy's an impact. Yeah. Same kind of gimmick. I know. But not as good without Borash. But not as good without Borash, exactly. And I thought it was overrated then. And I think this is done as well. So, sorry, Sue Young took a katana, beheaded a bunch of witches or some... Oh, no, Rosemary did a katana. See, this is my fucking problem. (laughs) (laughs) I saw... saw, And and they were the undead bridesmaids. Okay, I saw a bitch with a katana beheading people. And then I saw some other bitch that looks pretty close to the first bitch kill fucking Allie. All right, so... The girl who killed Allie is Mrs. Rich Swan. Okay, Jason, explain what happened. I quit. 
Yeah, I'm going to take a powder on this one myself. Wow, he legit got up and left. Okay. He's legit not wearing any pants. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm not sure why everyone, this topic, all the topics and debates we've had tonight, this is the fucking one that pushed everyone over the edge. Okay, got it. Um, No, it was they, they, Rosemary, so the story here was, Rosemary got back the soul, the body of Allie. The body didn't have the soul anymore. So in order to get the soul of Allie back, to get her friend back, they had to go back into the unread, undead realm where Allie left her soul originally in order to save Kiera Hogan. Right. Uh, so Kiera Hogan sneaks her way into the undead realm after Rosemary brings Allie's meat suit, as she calls it, back to the undead realm. Uh, in order for Allie... To get her soul back, Rosemary has to fend off a wrestling ring set up in the undead realm, uh, full of undead bridesmaids, and I believe Luchasaurus was in there too, if I'm not mistaken. That's a little weird. Yeah, was Troy's favorite. Um, that's where the katana blade came in. Then James Mitchell holds a knife to the throat of Kiara Hogan, like he's going to behead that bitch. Then we find out they all talk about I, I don't want to play the game with him, I'm not afraid of him, blah, blah, blah. Him turns out to be Kevin fucking Sullivan, because this shit couldn't get any weirder. Right. Then, <laughs> then uh, fucking Sue Young goes to stab Rosemary with a fucking Freddy Krueger glove, and Allie pushes her out of the way and takes the shot to the throat, transforms from her Dark Allie character back into Allie in a pink tank top and jeans, and then disappears while Rosemary cries. That's your recap. Yep. So, and I think I made it sound better than it actually looked on TV. Right. Now, this is the same company that <laughs> a few months to a year ago had Eddie Edwards in some crazy fucking angle where he was legit trying to stab people because he lost his goddamn mind. Am I correct? Uh, he still is, dude. He's got a kendo stick that he calls. I don't even remember what he calls. I don't he calls it either. <laughs> And he's teaming with Eli Drake for no fucking reason. Okay. I don't necessarily blame Impact for trying to be different. And I don't necessarily blame Impact for this. All right, Troy's got of... something to say here. I don't, know what I don't know why he's losing his shit in the background, but what's up? <coughs> nope. You don't want to say anything? No, what, what uh, is it? What are you finding so amusing? No, nothing. You'll have to tune into our live stream. <laughs> All right. Continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, just We've seen some stuff from Lucha Underground, which I get it is shot a little differently, but I think that's it. I think that's kind of where Impact was trying to go with this. It was what it was, and Impact on Impact, but it happened. I mean, what's worse, this or what Priscilla Kelly did? In that bar that one time. That was nothing <laughs> wrong with what Priscilla Kelly did. Well, that's what I mean. It's all... Everybody's just trying to be different. I don't really have a big problem with it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine, too. We can move on, then. Do we talk about Batista now? <laughs> this is great fucking audio for the people listening to the podcast form. So, Allie's a free agent. Not anymore, she signed. Not anymore. So Ali's not a free agent. <laughs> this is like the fourth time I've had to break the news to you that Ali signed with <laughs> AEW, I'm just saying. 
You think she goes back to Cherry Bomb? Including straight up so. last night. No, they call her Allie on, <laughs> on the AEW show. Allie Bomb? No. <laughs> Jason, I have a question for you. So then, do you know what Allie looks like? No. Oh, dude, Troy, get on that, please. It's Hold on, I got, I got my phone right here, man. Why do I? Well, I guess it's true. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can, I can. Do because that. you'll send him the good pitches. Oh. Oh, I, I can just look up Alley Nude. Bum, it's there. For what it's yeah, worth, it Smather says Austin Aries equals CM Punk, and not quite to that level, but not far off. Wait, who's worse? Oh, Punk by far. But Austin Aries doesn't believe the fucking Boston Marathon bombing happened. Yeah. For those for those of you watching at home, Ginger just saw some titties. <laughs> uh, more than just titties. Yeah. At least for those of you watching at home, Ginger just saw that Allie shaves. <laughs> these, um, these fucking psych eggs are going over great in this podcast, guys. Come on, Mr. Host. You said you wanted to barrel through this shit. I've been trying. Let's Too go. skinny. She needs meat on her bones. You know what she needs? Big fake titties. Oh, wait. Never mind. Uh, so we had a little bit more build to Batista. You know what she needs? H. My bone and her meat. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> we got... Yet another backstage Batista interview. No, it was in the ring. Talk about it. it was in the ring. We got yet another in ring <laughs> Batista interview. <laughs> watch, bro. Seriously, do you watch sometimes? <clears throat> no, I didn't think so. Oh my god. So I'm going to go ahead and take a step back from the mic again. No, no, no. Fuck this. Because dude. it feels like Jason and Sal have a difference of opinion on this one. Go ahead, Sal. Go ahead, Sal. Talk right. about the Batista interview that happened in Ring. Smathers agrees with you, by the way. Go ahead. I <laughs> Again, I can't see what Smathers said, so. This is why we're sending you to Anchor, by the way. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Smathers, Smathers says this was Bautista's best promo ever. It wasn't his best promo ever, but I thought it did the job. He's in D.C., he's not going to get booed. He goes out there. He shows a video package of every time he beat Hunter at a pay-per-view. And they had that narrative playing over it that he can't, you know, Hunter can't beat him. And then he looks in the friggin' mic, he takes his glasses off, and he says, Hunter, kiss my ass. And I just thought it worked. It's better than him stammering over his lines. And then Hunter came in the ring and gently peeled off Batista's panties. And kissed his ass. And slipped a little tongue in there, too. I love that. <laughs> Thanks for the Foley work there, Ginger. Gotcha. How did you, how did you feel about the promo? Uh, to be honest, after last, week's, after last week's Triple H promo, I fast-forwarded through this. I don't give a shit about these promos anymore. I give up on them. It just... It doesn't... Uh, I, I just want to... I just hope that the match is better than the promos have been. Um, I think they made it a no DQ match for a reason because 
Trips is obviously going to have the longest match on the card again. Well, he's obviously also he's he's coming off that pec surgery and and doing this match faster than most. Plenty of powders. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty plenty of powders. Yeah. That that's a very valid point. But still, um, yeah, I I didn't even watch it because I don't care about the promos for this match anymore. I just want to see it. That's you that's, can see it this Sunday on this the Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Oh yeah. You're going to pay for the whole seat, but you're only going to use the edge. <laughs> yes. Jason, what did you feel about the promo? Uh, it sucked. Um, so, <coughs> here's the thing. Some of you may remember when this whole program started. I was fucking excited. And what I said was, these guys are going to have a problem with the with the work in the ring. But the promos should be fucking amazing because they're yep. both cut good promos and there's so much real life history to play off of here. So much shit they can use in these shoot style promos. And by the way, it's not on the perfect 10, but similar to the AJ Styles, Randy Orton shit that we've seen. Um, that's exactly what I thought this should be. Um, and fucking hats off to AJ Styles for the fucking wellness violation line. That was fucking amazing. Um, Sick burn. Little, little stiff ski right there on that one. But um, but but we didn't get that. So now we're going to get a subpar in-ring match between these two. And we didn't even get the fun of the great promo battle that we should have had. And here's your last chance to sell me on this thing. And you have the guy go out there and not address any of the history at all. You brought him all the way there to say, kiss my ass, Hunter, and leave. What a fucking waste of a build. Just yeah, I disagree with that, that they didn't bring up the history, because the first thing he did was point to the video baggage of every time he where beat was Hunter. The, where was the, how about when I wanted to come back, Hunter, and you told me I wasn't a big enough star, and my movie wouldn't be a big enough hit? Where was that shit? Exactly. Uh, like I uh, said in the host, but it's not exclusive to this because, like I said in the host, Shane McMahon guest host on guest starring role on NCIS Los Angeles last weekend. How fucking perfect does that play yeah. into a feud with the Miz, who's the Hollywood A-lister? Oh, I went out in Hollywood and did a bigger thing than you've ever done, Mister Marine. Great fucking thing you can play off of. No fucking mention. Yeah, they didn't even go there. Yeah. And Batista I, and Hunter has been the same goddamn thing. Just oh, complete wasted opportunity. Is it? Yeah, they they should have dug into the dug deep for this one, and they fucking blew it 100 percent. Build up wise, I mean, who knows? It, they could have a great match. Who knows? It would have been first and last. I feel like, <laughs> <clears throat> and hopefully it's a short match because, like Jason said, he's coming off that injury. So hopefully they no, don't. Go you know he's pushing. You know he's going long. Well, Molina this... knows he is. Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, and how big's Batista's dick? Let's move on. All right. All right, since Troy's <sighs> given up on hosting the show. No, no I'm here. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so over on um, SmackDown, we found out that uh, the Usos are going to be in a oh. multi-tag match at WrestleMania. And they did it. By having a eight-man tag battle, the Usos and Blackashay teamed up against uh, the Bar and Rusev and Shinsuke, and it turned into a complete schmoz. So of course we booked it as 
the it's now going to be the Usos versus Shinsuke and Rusev versus the Bar versus Black Shay. So your future NXT Tag Champions are going to be going for the SmackDown Tag Teams. So um, let's record, go ahead. Troy has now picked Black Shay to win every title ever that they've ever competed for. <laughs> been wrong every time but he keeps picking and then you know that's uh, you gotta respect that hustle to be fair i i picked the war raiders to retain so uh it's just funnier to say it to, to it's funnier kayfabe wise to be like oh they could be dual champions we know that's not have them winning on raw though yeah okay yeah. tell me tell me you didn't think that that was going to happen i did not think that was going to happen no i did See, I'm not alone. A lot of people are like, well, here it is. <laughs> yeah, here it is, just they to get them on the Mania card. Yeah. yeah, they did a thing on Raw a couple of weeks ago, well, WB.com, sort of starting to hype the Major Brothers thing, so I, I figured that's yeah. where we're going. Yep, that's true. Um, so this is your classic 10-minute build to a WrestleMania match. Which is becoming all too fucking common now. Yeah, yeah. So... <sighs> I mean, is there really much to discuss here? It's a thing that's going to happen. That's no story to it, and we're going to pick a winner later. So, what I mean, right. really, what is there to do a deep dive here on? I just wanted to I just wanted to bring I tell up you the what, fact. You guys talk about this. I'm going to lay back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The to to me yet again, it's the Usos just getting done dirty at WrestleMania time. You know, they continued to get left off the card for years and years, got thrown to the pre-show, finally fucking made it on, and then now they're thrown into this smaz of a match that, as of right now, is on the main show. We think it, it's going it to be. It will be on the main show because they don't have any room on the pre-show anymore. Could be Oscar. It's true. Could could be thrown into the Birth of Fame Memorial Battle Royale, so... Uh, Which is, to be honest, before this week, where I thought all the tag teams were going to be anyway. I didn't think we were going to sneak in some tag title matches, but... Yeah. Well, we've got a couple of them in there. <laughs> so, whatever. So, the Usos do get on the main card. They go against the bar. They go against Shinsuke and, uh, and Rusev, and they go against Blackashe. It's it's probably... Look, reviewing these WrestleManias, as I have been for Salvation, this is how the tag team division has been treated for a number of years, dude. This is nothing new. For Mania... But, right, which is disappointing. Um, when you look back, uh, yeah, it's it's sad when it comes to what the tag team division is right now. It's it's fucking disappointing. <clears throat> like, what the fuck are they doing with the new day besides the Kofi angle at Mania? Nothing, which is ridiculous. It, you know what I mean? It's what if you're gonna throw s- stuff into it? Fucking go full board. Don't fucking quarter-ass it. You're not even half-assing it. You're quarter-assing the tag team title match at WrestleMania. It's fucking annoying. Because I love tag team wrestling. It's never something Vince has enjoyed. And if you think they're no, quarter-assing no. quarter this, I mean, go ask the go ask for the revival how they feel like, about what, 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 Mania. <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking, like, Oh, hey, we're going to wait till the go-home episode to get the tag team title match on the card. What the fuck is that? Did you just take your pants off? You? 
who went back into his laundry room there. Did you take your pants off? <laughs> what did you like to know, Troy? Move on. I do. I do want to know. I think our fans should know, too, that two of their hosts don't have pants on. <laughs> Maybe it's none of their business. Maybe the mystery is better, right? <laughs> oh, well, when you came walking out, look, you had, you had boxer shorts on, so. Huh? A.K.A. Troy staring at you, junk. Troy's having some fantasies tonight. <laughs> you're you're right underneath me, so see right there. So I need to, I, I'm, I'm looking at you. Anyways, um, so unless we have anything else to say about Raw SmackDown nope. this week, <clears throat> we're just gonna skip. We're just gonna skip that last one. No, don't skip that one. That's fucking important. What are you, Vince McMahon? <laughs> um. All right. Why don't you go ahead and talk about how Kofi overcame more shit? Kofi cut, I thought this Kofi promo, cut a fucking was great promo. Fucking great. Yes. Yeah. Kofi's promo was fucking top-notch, I think. Yeah. And it put him over more, as Troy has a seizure. <laughs> That's because Troy <laughs> hates Kofi Kingston. He doesn't get this whole WrestleMania build. And he's salted because Kevin Owens isn't in the WWE title match. It's true. I, I, in a way, I don't blame you, but at the same time, Owens was just out for how fucking long? While right. Kofi has been busting his ass. That's how I look at it. So, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Owens too. I love Owens to death, but it's oh, Kofi's yeah. time. It's Kofi's time. He's the one that got fucking red hot <sighs> going into me. Sometimes it just works out like that. See the thing that I liked about <laughs> Kofi's. Oh my god. Um, the yeah. thing that I liked about Kofi getting that spot was he actually earned it this time like he earned it big time not saying that he hasn't in the past but he's earned that once he got in that elimination chamber match so i mean think about this when he got in the um the original gauntlet as a replacement for uh, yes Everybody was shitting all over it because everybody was kind of hoping it was going to be a surprise return, maybe a Bray Wyatt, maybe a Luke Hopper. And everybody was thinking, oh, Kofi, oh, who cares? But when he went in that gauntlet, he showed who cares. They, yeah, because they weren't ex- they were expecting him to job right away. Yeah, he went 45 minutes and then AJ was like, you don't have to do this. And he was like, motherfucker, I've been waiting 11 years for this shit. And the crowd fucking fell in love with him. And then he did the same thing at the chamber when he came this fucking close to winning the WWE title. So I, I give you know hats off to the guy seriously. From yep. what I've heard, there's never been a nicer guy in the business. So, yep. great dude, this, uh, great family. Not no, no else to say. This just in, Smathers is also pantsless. I was about to say that too. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the. Everybody's thing having a hard time keeping their clothes on today. What the fuck? <sighs> Must be my beard. <laughs> yeah. So, the big news was uh, John Oliver, the host of Late Night Tonight. Last whatever week fucking, tonight or something. Last like week, last week tonight. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, proceeded to have um, a rather lengthy shit um, fest. Story. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, a story <clears throat> regarding the WWE and his treatments of its workers, employees. And there was this divided a lot of people. Now including in our host thread. Now if you watch the the segment, you will see that 
there are quite a few factual statements to it. But there is also a lack of the context behind why those factual statements exist. So is it a factual statement that there have been wrestlers who have died young? Yes. Is it also a factual statement that there have been boxers, NFL players, baseball players, basketball players who have also died young? Yes. So I don't think that that is enough of a correlation between, oh, some guys in the 80s who did a lot of fucking drugs wound up dying as it's completely WWE's fault. No, I don't believe that at all. Go ahead, Ginger. And also to that point, how many – because he brought that that fucking graph up. How many players are in the NFL uh, per season? Yeah, there's a like fuck ton more. So it's going to be a lower average. Yeah, right. That that's something that I saw. I was like, that's fucking bullshit. You can't compare that. No, no. And that's the thing is, it's <clears throat> it's taking it's it's utilizing facts to support your argument instead of having your argument supported by facts. Yep. So the the other aspect of it was, oh well, wrestlers don't have health insurance. Yeah, neither do football players. You know, neither neither do most sports guys. Um, if you look at it as, oh well, you know the they're they're actors. But you know what? The fucking studio doesn't pay for health insurance for an actor either. You know, they have insurance policies on them. You know, in case something happens on set, which is what WWE has, they have an insurance company that covers any time a wrestler gets injured in the ring. When fucking Pac broke his leg on a baseball slide, they paid for that shit. They fixed him up. They got them back out there again. They have a doctor on site. They have, you know, all these different medical, you know, procedures and stuff like that that they pay for. And if you're going to try to say that, oh, well, once a guy gets fired from WWE or, you know, or retires from it or like that, that they're not taking care of it. When was the last time the fucking New York Jets paid for one of their players that played for them five years ago, you know, fucking getting hurt? or having to get back surgery 10 years after he's out of the league. Never. It's it's impossible for one to tell if the injury occurred while they were working there. And it's also, you know, like I said, it's one of those things where it's like you're you're trying to hold them to a different standard than you're holding everybody else. So the other thing was is that quite a few um, wrestlers and quite a few bookers or things like that came out either in support of John Oliver or against him. Now, obviously, many of the WB, current WWE wrestlers have come out and said it's bullshit. Like they they didn't present all the facts. They they had their own narrative through the, about the entire thing. Then you got other people, such as oh Gail Kim, CM Punk, and Paul London, people who have it out for the company to begin with, who are sitting there and going, oh, this is the most real thing I've ever heard. Jim Cornette's sitting there beating his dick right now going, this is the fucking best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, because you hate the company. So anything that's negative about the company, you're going to be like, this is great. This is exactly what's going on right now. And that is largely the issue here. If the, the only thing that I could say that this might be good is if some things change, you know, but there's most things that don't need to change. And a lot of these guys that are sitting here and saying, yeah, WWE doesn't fucking offer us health insurance. Does Impact Wrestling offer you health insurance? Because I fucking doubt it. 
does ROH have the health? I doubt it too, you know? So for them to sit there and, and not talk about their own current situation, but to just look at it as going, well, they, they, they don't fucking offer us over that. And obviously CM Punk had a, had a, a lawsuit against their doctor. So, of course, he's going to take every opportunity he can to be like, yeah, their doctors fucking suck. They sent me out there. I shit myself. Wah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you know, like, you, you're also a whiny bitch who kind of was the boy who cried wolf and always talked about how fucking injured you were. So no one's going to take your ass seriously, you know? And again, you're a piece of shit who has no fucking opinion on wrestling anymore because you quit. Like a bitch. Yeah. So... Um, all in all, I, I watched the John Oliver thing. I I have been a John Oliver fan in the past, and and yeah, a lot of his you know his his stuff is you know rather, rather biting stuff of that. But he's not giving the whole story, his, and that's the issue. His take on the uh, Saudi Arabia show was great. See, and we have we on have been on record as well to say that that's a really fucking bad th- bad idea for WWE to continue to do, you know, mm-hmm. and and that. 100% I side with John Oliver on. I side with the fact that, yeah, they should not be fucking going over to Saudi Arabia. They should not be putting their workers in that position. We've talked about it at, at length before about it, too. Um, but, yeah, the the other aspect of it, the, you know, not paying for travel, the wrestlers dying and stuff like that. Look, man, I love rock and roll. Most of the people I listen to are fucking dead, okay? <laughs> That's not that's not the rock and roll industry's fault. That's the individual's fault for going around and fucking doing a mountain of coke every night. All right, you need to have some responsibility as the person instead of just trying to throw it at the big evil corporation. There is what one guy who has died as a direct result of something that WWE did, and that was Owen Hart, and it was an accident. And that fucking, when he brought that up, he, he fucking made it work. He worded it yeah. like it happened in the fucking ring during a match. Like, yeah. how much of a piece of shit are you to not give the 100% fucking facts on that yeah. situation? Well, I mean, it did happen in the ring. Well, it no, did. it did, but not during a match. Well, that's what that's I'm saying. the beginning of a match. It was part of the intro to a match. Well, you know, I'm talking about they weren't. In the middle of a match, no, but I mean, the, that's what that's what I mean. Like, it is that's the fact it. That it was part of the production. <clears throat> no, right. no, it was. But the way he made it sound was that he died performing in the ring during a match. Well, yeah, it was that's how I they it. asked him to perform. To, to yes, that, well, I, to that, I understand that. See, see, and and yeah, okay, that's a stunt that they asked him to perform. The the harness failed, and he died. Well, it's by, a sad by thing. some accounts, he released his harness too soon. Yeah, so. There, there, but again, it was an accident. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings had a guy two years ago die during practice. That's was correct. That, that was that was barely that was you really couldn't even count that as an accident because yeah. that's when they started doing away with two a days and everything like yeah. that because they were working these guys in hundred degree weather these four hundred pound linemen. Yeah, and guess guess what happened with WWE? They haven't done that fucking stunt again. Right. Okay, and. Okay, look at uh, WCW did it after that, though. Yes, yeah, they did. But we, we're not talking about that. Uh, auto racing, there was guys, there was a couple of race car drivers that died during the race. They did everything on their fucking power now to make that the safest goddamn vehicle out there right now. You know? And, you know, there's been baseball players who have been fucking hit in the chest and died from a fucking ball hitting him in the chest. You know? And they've done... <clears throat> as much as possible to try to make make safety things like that. 
there has been, yeah, one thing, and it wasn't from a wrestling move. And, yeah, you could sit there and say, oh, well, you know, Tyson Kidd is a vegetable right now because of a fucking Bosch move. Yeah, fucking Ryan Shazier is fucking paralyzed, too. Hold the fuck on. You, you keep putting that narrative out there, too, and that's sort of disingenuous and unfair. Tyson Kidd fucking walks. He's not in a wheelchair. He's a fucking producer. Sorry. Draws. Draws is, is, is a paraplegic yes. because, because of right. a wrestling move. Fucking uh, Ryan Shazier from the from the Steelers are like that. He's probably never going to play again because of an injury, you know? Uh, Jermichael Finley, the same kind of thing. Uh, the Bills guy, Everett, or like that. He was fucking paralyzed, too, for a while. Dude, there was a Jackson kid from Robin. BU, that, uh, BU Hockey, his first um, play in, in in a college game, and his head got smashed into the boards, and he got paralyzed. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a sport. Yeah, accidents happen. But here's my take on the whole John Oliver piece. He's going to use certain statistics and he's going to bring up certain points that shine a light on his expose in a way that he wants it to. He's not bringing up the fact that WWE has paid for guys rehab who have been far removed from the company like Scott Hall, like Jeff Jarrett, like Jake Roberts and they, and WWE has helped them get better. He's not bringing up the fact that the WWE has changed their culture and it's a different place than it was 20 years ago when wrestlers were doing mountains of coke and dying because of it. You know, or, he's spinning it the way he wants to, and that's all I took from this. It was just, a, it was a spin. Can I weigh in on this now? I'm sort of like, yeah, go ahead. Let everyone else have their their spot here. Um, so to South Point, the biggest problem in the locker room right now is Fortnite and video games. That's what that right. locker room is now. It's it's a far cry from what it was it's not out till 4 a.m womanizing sitting on a pile of coke like scarface and it's just not the vibe anymore you don't see guys who have come up in this generation dying young it doesn't happen yeah and that's not to say accidents don't happen or there can't be them but they're not working nearly the same schedule they used to they spend several days a week off where they're not working um to the point about the health insurance, and this is something... First off, let me just say for John Oliver, really fucking cutting-edge stuff that lots of wrestlers used to die young and that they don't have health insurance, because this is something that's a topic that's never been fucking broached before. Oh, no, it's been done millions of fucking times by much better reporters. Yep. So, not, you know, fucking, what are you going to tell me next? Like, fucking, there's thoughts that maybe... Lee Harvey Oswald didn't kill JFK? Like, is that your next fucking investigative report, Mr. Oliver? Thanks. <laughs> uh, no. So, as to the, the, the real sort of hot-button issue, I think it's got people hot and bothered, the no health insurance. And to Troy's point, they're far from the only place that doesn't do it. But let me, allow, allow me to say this. And I mentioned this in the host start. The vast majority of the boys in that locker room do not want them to give them health insurance for a very simple reason if they play if they pay their health insurance their trans their hotel that's money that comes off of their paychecks they make less money on their downside guarantees they take home less money for the majority of these guys they're married they have a spouse at home who works and who does get health insurance through their 
So all you're doing, and by the way, and this is another thing that was not mentioned in Mr. Oliver's report, any injury sustained in the line of work, WWE pays for. Yep. Covers it. Full medical. Anything medically related that happens to you in the ring that they are responsible for. So we're talking, we're basically talking like physicals and shit like that. Um, again, many of them have spouses who have insurance and they are covered. So they don't want to have money taken out of their checks. They don't want money coming off of their downsides. They don't want to be forced into what hotel they stay at that costs more and takes more money out of their checks than sleeping in a friend's house who lives in the same town or sharing eight into a hotel room to save money on fucking lodging. People don't seem to realize, because people have this notion that they're going to maintain the same level of contract payout while getting the lodging, while getting the insurance, and I hate to break it to you, but no company in the world is doing that. Every company that offers you health insurance, that money comes out of your paycheck. They don't fucking want it. Some do, maybe, and there are methods by which they can get health coverage and pay for it. It just doesn't come out of their check. But for those who don't want it, they don't have to have it, or they get it through a spouse. And if they need something, it's mostly covered. So this was a lot of pouring kerosene on a fire just for the sake of doing it, with no fact-based... No, if, if John Oliver were to sit there and talk to Kofi Kingston and say, tell me how you feel about this, it would have far more weight. Or anybody who's currently in that locker room. Instead, he went on reports... And she, you might as well pull out Nancy Grace fucking pictures and, and comments from when Chris Benoit had his issue with his wife and his son. Yep. Because that's about the level of fucking investigative journalism we did here. A bunch of old footage and shit that completely out of context that doesn't actually relate to today's workers, the guys in that locker room, or the situation they deal with today. Talk to somebody current or shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know, you, you brought up Chris Benoit, which is something that Still gets brought up a lot with with wrestling. Oh yeah, Crispin Walmart is over that. But then people don't have any fucking issue at all with the fact that Ray Carruth and Aaron Hernandez, also murderers in the NFL, yeah. players were current players when they murdered. Or let's talk about the fact that fucking Kareem Hunt, the Browns' new starting run, running back, kicked a chick in the head. I when was the last time you saw a a WWE employee fucking hit a woman? With full force. Was it, you know? Was it Randy Orton on Nia Jax, the Royal Rumble? Troy, Troy, real quick, to your Aaron Hernandez point. You know what, what's crazy, especially living in this area when that whole Aaron Hernandez thing blew up? People defended him. Yep. Not, only, not only that, but the NFL didn't have to answer for it. Not really. Nope. Not like the WWE has had to answer for Chris Benoit every single fucking year. No, right. Belichick was basically allowed to just say, "Well, we're not. We're moving on from that. It's not a yeah. football issue." Their their owner was fucking thirteen year old girls. No problem. No no issue at all. Those were handies. <laughs> he 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 went there for sex, paid for sex, and received sex, but he's disputing it because he didn't think the traffic bus stop was legit. Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why people hate the Patriots. Right. So, uh, getting back on track here, Smathers did remind me that um, Tyson is eating Natty's Arby's sandwich, so definitely not paralyzed. So, thank you, Smathers. 
Um, and also did say that death does apparently happen in the ring sometimes. Just ask Rey Mysterio. But again, oh. one one accidental death in the ring, oh. and guess what, man? Like the dude still gets it brought up to him, you know. And that fucking sucks, you know. You think that Samoa Joe likes to hear, "Oh, you ended Tyson Kidd's career." Yeah, he probably feels fucking terrible about that. Just I'm sure irony? he fucking talks to him all the fucking time yeah. about it like yeah D'Lo Brown was another one of those examples where oh, he still oh. doesn't fucking forgive himself for the Darren Johnson thing and it was and that, just an incident that happened it was just a, fle- a, a freak accident and that's the shitty thing in the sport you put your life in other people's hands <laughs> because you trust them yeah. and, and it's a shitty time and the one point that I wanted to bring up about this fucking dick John Oliver People that are about to be signed into the company know people in the company. They already know the full details of what the fuck goes on and what doesn't happen. So they themselves, back to your point, Troy, they themselves are making the decision to go through with this. Yeah. So it's just – it it was a huge narrative that kind of pissed me off. It was some – parts of it were funny but i just uh, it just it, it it irked me the wrong way how do you irk but. someone the right way <laughs> a little bit of left a little bit of right yep all right sorry, that was my segue to get us out of this topic yeah, <laughs> yes exactly because because we have a main event to talk about and we have predictions to do which we're going to have to fucking fly through speaking of uh, which real so- quick before we get to the predictions if you are interested in our predictions for nxt takeover i encourage you to go back to listen to last night's nxt revisited because we covered all that shit then so we're just going to do wrestlemania tonight good right so our main event uh we have three stories currently going on of people kind of overcoming the odds Becky Lynch, Kofi Kingston, and Seth Rollins. But they can't all win, can they? Nope. Like, we can't have all the happy stories. One of these three has got to lose. At least one of them. Now, we're going to be bringing you our predictions in just a little bit here. Um, But to me, so I guess I guess the topic here is, you know, are, is everyone going to be upset that not all three of these people are going to win? Yep. Yeah. Because we're wrestling fans, and that's what we yep. do. And we want to whine and bitch. we yep. got to find that little fucking thing to bitch about. We could get 99% of what we want, and all we're going to do is bitch about the 1%. 1%. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Bunch but of whiny bitches we are. But to that point, all three stories would give people a lot of reason to bitch if one of those people didn't go over. For example, Agreed. For example, I hate to say it, but the way they booked it, if Kofi doesn't win, there's going to be a race riot at WrestleMania. Well, Smathers thinks Kofi is losing. I think that would be a bad idea. See, but that that's the problem, is coming out of Mania, you do not want every single one of your champions to be faces. You know who else doesn't want Kofi to win? Don't say it. <laughs> oh sorry no i meant troy i know (laughs) i don't i don't i don't want kofi to win because 
Because you said he was, there was that. no way they would ever put that belt on him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, there's that. But also, to me, that's the one story that, that has the potential to die really fucking quickly. Not if so. you do the big E turn. That's all I'm saying. Oh, there you go. So let's go ahead and uh, take it over to our WrestleMania 35 predictions. Uh, as Jason says... main event in rundown history. Well, I mean, no, no, no I'm not arguing. I am mad at it. So uh, this is in... Absolutely no particular order, um, because... Because we like to the main event in the middle. <laughs> I put them at the bottom. I put them at the top. Uh, so, on the pre-show, the Birth of Fame Memorial Battle Royale, uh, the announced people so far have been Dana Brooke, Mickey James, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Sonia, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Zelina Vega, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans... And some room for some mystery entrance. Uh, so Adam has chosen the Golden Goddess Mandy Rose winning. Jeff has chosen Lacey Evans. Jason, who do you have winning the Women's Battle Royale? Mandy Rose is always the answer. All right. And uh, Ginger, who who is your pick? Uh, I'm going with uh, good old Jason here. I'm going with Mandy Rose because Sonya Deville and her are going to split. All right. So he said you're, you're typing Mandy, but he said Jason. Uh, Sal, who is your pick? <laughs> Fuck off, Troy. <laughs> Sal, who is your pick? I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say Sonya wins. Okay. I'm going to say she actually eliminates Mandy at the end. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is Asuka's consolation prize. Oh yeah, that's a valid point. So then we have she gives good battle royal, so that's true. Uh, then we have I think it's the fifth Androphy the Giant battle royal at this point. The confirmed entrance so far, and there's obviously room for a couple more in here. Braun Strowman, Michael Che, nope, whatever. I don't fucking know Che and Jost. I don't fucking know their names. I don't watch that boring fucking boring shit. It hasn't been good since Colin Jost. Michael Che and Colin Jost. Uh, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, Although, Tyler by the time Vince McMahon gets to the show, they may just be Che and Jost, so there is That's that true. possibility. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. uh, Transgender Mahal, uh, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Kalisto, Metal Dick, Dorado, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, uh, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor, Connor, Andrade, Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis Tucker, and EC3. Uh, now, I am saying Lars Sullivan wins. Uh, Adam is going with Ali, and Jeff is going with Andrade. So, Sal, who do you got? It's going to be Strowman. It's got to be Strowman. Right. Seriously. I'm watching this Jay. to see if Sal spells anything wrong. I know, right? Jason? <laughs> <laughs> um we talked earlier about consolation prizes. For me, this is where Ali gets his consolation prize for missing out on the push he had. Okay. And Ginger? Uh, it's going to be a pointless win for EC3. Okay. That's a bold prediction. It's a wrong one, but it's a bold prediction. Ginger likes being wrong. I've noticed that in his predictions. That's right. <laughs> we got, uh, we got the, uh, a family member of Ginger's on the side in the chat room as well. Do we now? Yes. What? We've got Marie in the chat room. Oh, Jesus. Good Lord, no. She says, yeah, you know, I have two wrestlers. It's scary if they get hurt. They are screwed. 
And she says, Ginger, you look tired. I am <laughs> fucking tired. Sweet. So that happens when you have a three-week-old. All right, continue, please. Yep. <laughs> All right, so the women's tag team belts are online as the Boston Huggies take on the Divas of Snooze, the Iconics, and the Samoan Twat team in a four-corners match. Yeah, you know, um, they're not fighting. They're not fighting at the nickname that Adam's given those two because it's not a thing. What <laughs> nickname did Adam give them? I don't even remember. It's fucking... Blandy Savage. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No good. That's right. Because he's retarded. Yeah, Samoan Twat team, much better. Yeah, yes. Samoan Twat team just works. Yeah. Sometimes you overthink things when you try to come up with nicknames. It's true. Um, so, myself, Adam, and Jeff have all gone with Boston Huggies. Uh, Ginger, who are you going with? You're going to see a title change. Uh, it's going to be the Samoan Twat team. Right. Is that what you said after, uh, what was it? The other one over there, the other pay-per-view? That they... Oh, uh, Fastlane? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, so, uh, you know, if you just keep saying it, eventually it'll happen. Fucking right, that's eventually. what I'm aiming for on that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I don't think they're going to let Boston Huggies hold them. All right. Uh, Sal? I really want to say the Iconics, because I think a heel team holding the titles is the better business. But the Iconics work in the ring has been shit lately, so I guess I gotta go with Bossy Hugs. Alright. Uh, Jason? I mean, Boston Hugs hasn't been the same since they lost their pussy farts, but, <laughs> but, for purposes of trying to get the most correct answers, if I pick everybody else, I can't lose, pick the same as everybody else, I can't lose points. So I'm going with Boss Hugs. Alright, fair enough. Uh, just announced today, the Raw Tag Team Champions, The Revival, will defend against Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. So, Adam and myself have both called it that, fuck The Revival, the Major Brothers are winning. Uh, Jason, who are you going with? Uh, yeah, Major Brothers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please fucking release them. They're about just, to win the tag tiles. What are you talking about? No, just release anybody <laughs> in this match. Just release the revival so they can go be actual tag team teams that matter, and release the major brothers because nobody cares at this point. Uh, that Ginger. crowd in New York is going to be hot for this. Yeah, especially with Kurt Hawkins getting the pin. Especially with Zack oh Ryder being announced from Long Island, New Jersey. Yeah. Um. First of all, did you catch the hashtag sign on the Revival's trunks this past Monday? Uh, and New York. It's um, the Revival's retaining. Yeah, the hashtag's been there for a while. For, when they do it, it's forever, the Revival. Yeah, oh. but, they, but they know it's fuck the Revival. You want to oh. change your pick? <laughs> it's for sure, fuck the Revival. No, it's, um, it's going, I'm going FTR. So. Wait, you're going FTR as in picking the revival or saying fuck yes. the revival? Okay. Oh, yes, I'm going. Going with, FTR means you would be picking the major brothers. And I'm saying, going fuck the revival. forever the okay. revival. Okay. I'm saying fuck the revival, and I'm putting the titles on the major brothers. So if any of you actually bothered to like put money on bets for WrestleMania, just pick the opposite of what Ginger says. Pretty much, yeah. All right. Um, the next match, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, Jesus in a, Christ, don't even say it. 
Don't. 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 Don't be that guy. Don't. Don't. Adam has gone with Drew McIntyre. Jeff and myself have gone with Roman Reigns. Sal, who are you going with? Drew. I think Drew gets the win here. Ramen noodles. Ginger. Ramen noodles. I don't know what that means. Oh, Roman Reigns, man. Ramen noodles. Uh, Ramen, Roman. Sure. Jason. Uh, It's going to be Drew York. Okay. Smathers says Reigns wins. Yeah. He also has Ryder and Hawkins beating the Revival. The Samoan Scissor Squad. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Intercontinental Championship will be on the line as the Almighty Bobby Lashley takes on blah, the Demon from Dallas. <laughs> uh, Sal, who you got? Finn. All right. Jason. My enjoyment of this match is going to be based solely on how long Finn Balor shows his tongue. So, um, all I can say is I'm going to have to say Finn Balor wins. Because the demon doesn't lose. Ginger's going to pick Lashley because it's the wrong answer. No, no, no. No, just to fuck with you guys, I'm going with Finn. All right. That makes it a clean shit because. Now I want to change my answer. Hold on. No, no, you don't get to change your answer. Troy Beach, you want it for a reason. Me, Jeff, and Adam all chose Finn Balor. Uh, Adam chose Finn Balor. Holy shit, what a shock. I know. All right. In a match that probably won't happen, Samoa Joe takes on Rey Mysterio, or maybe his son. I don't know. Uh, Mysterio apparently hurt himself in the uh, Baron Corbin match, which again proves that Baron Corbin ruins everything. Uh, So this one might change. This one might become a multi-person match. This one might—they just might throw somebody else in Mysterio's spot, or maybe Mysterio is able to leg it out. Uh, So, (laughs) Ginger, who do you got? Uh, if it's Ray, then Ray. Uh, whoever is facing Joe is winning the belt. Okay, we're going with a oh, the fuck Samoa Joe chant now. Uh, Jason. Ray Mysterio is replaced by our truth. Jesus Christ! Possibility. <laughs> Negative points. Um, no, Joe. Joe's gonna keep it. Whoever it is. I'm just gonna save up my piss. And as soon as they announce whoever is taking the spot of it's it's our truth, I'm going to take the world's longest piss. He <laughs> missed this match. And I'm just going to pretend it never happened. But, but, a WrestleMania style Carmella ass shake. Oh, okay. So now, now we might be bringing piss boners into it. Right? Which yeah. <laughs> those are those are uh, awkward yeah. to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you never know. They they take forever to fucking. Could be done with yeah. So, uh, Sal, who you got? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know if Ray's gonna wrestle this match. It doesn't matter. Joe's gonna retain. All right, me, Jeff, and Adam all went with Samoa Joe. Um, our next match: AJ Styles takes on Dick Fingers himself, Randy Orton. Uh, Jeff chose Dick Fingers because, of course, he did. Uh, me and Adam continue to be on the same wavelength here, and we've even matched cycles as we are picking AJ Styles. Uh, Sal, who do you got? You know, it's going to be Styles. All right. Jason? I think it's going to be Orton. 
I think uh, eventually Seth is going to get the belt, and I think you're going to need. Well, wait, they're on different shows. All right, no, yep. no, it's going to be AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go well, that didn't work out very well for no, you. No. My thought process got fucked up on that one. All right, Ginger? Orton. Uh, plus, I knew Ginger was going to do that, so. <laughs> I have a reasoning behind it, but we don't have time, so. We have plenty of time. Go ahead. No, go oh, for it. Um, they're going to make that basically the number one contender-esque, and it's going to be Orton versus Kofi for the first fucking Kofi run with belt. There you go. Possibility. The SmackDown tag team titles are on the line as the Usos take on the bar, Blackashay and Rusev and Shinsuke. Uh, Adam has chosen the bar for some reason. Uh, me and Jeff went with the Usos to retain. Uh, Jason, who you got? I like the Usos. Uh, Ginger. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Usos as well. And Sal. Uh, yeah, there's no story here. There's no point. It's going to be the Usos. Why Why make a title change now? All right. Fair enough. The Miz takes on Shane McMahon in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, me, Adam, and Jeff have all gone with The Miz. Uh, Ginger, who you got? Miz. <clears throat> And Sal? Uh, Miz. They're trying to make this face turn work. And Jason? I'm going to say Shane. Uh, I think they've been doing a lot to make Sh- uh, Miz look sort of like Steve Austin light. And I think there's a reason for that. I think they want the surprise when Shane beats him. All right. Kurt Angle's final match. And he thinks for all the suck. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Because when you got a guy that everyone chance you suck at, you got to pair him with a guy who literally sucks. Uh, so uh, Adam has gone with Baron Corbin. Apparently I didn't put my pick on this one. Uh, I am going to go with Baron Corbin. Uh, Jeff has gone with Kurt Angle. And Sal, who you got? I'm going to go with Angle. Uh, it's the last match. I know the tradition is you go out on your back, but not the fucking Corbin. So I can pick Angle. It's heat, man. It's cheap heat. Ginger. Uh, since Baron Corbin injured one of their matches, I'm going with Kurt Angle. Fair. Jason. Since I'm not sure Kurt Angle could get on his back at this point, I'm uh. going with Kurt Angle to win. Who was who was the dude that uh, that won the gimmick battle royal because he couldn't go over the top Iron rope? Cheek. Iron yeah. Cheek. <laughs> That's right. In a no holds bar match, if Triple H loses, he must retire from in ring wrestling, and of course that is law abiding. Uh, Blue Tista takes on Triple H. Uh, Jason. I'm going with Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> you you confused him. He's doing a really good job. <laughs> no holds barred. You gotta go with Zeus. Um, no, uh, Triple H. Okay, uh, Ginger. Going for a record here, Blue Tista. Mm-hmm. Again, that's put money on Triple H. 
Uh, Sal. <laughs> I, I actually was going to go Batista, and then Ginger picked him, so now i got to go Triple H. <laughs> nice. Uh, me, Adam, and Jeff have all gone with Triple H. The last match that's on the pre-show, and it definitely belongs there, uh, <laughs> the Cruiserweight Championship will be on the line as Budrick Murphy takes on Antoine Nice. <laughs> uh, I don't see them putting the title on Tony Nice because he's boring as piss. Uh, so I'm I'm saying that Buddy Murphy retains. Adam and Jeff have gone with Antoine. Uh, Sal, who you got? It's Tony Nice. <laughs> I think they make the change here. It's a decent story. It's the only story they got in 205 night right now. Jason? See, you say he's boring as piss, but Vince finds piss very entertaining. <laughs> Let's not forget that. It's you know. funny! Yeah. Uh, no, Buddy Murphy. All right. Ginger? Nice. All right. The... Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships are on the line. Yeah, I wonder how like Sal and Adam and Jeff feel when they hear that Ginger agrees with them. Like, yep. <laughs> they must fucking like, hate it. Try to change it. Or... Wait, how did I do on the last one? Was it fucking uh, awful? Dead, dead fucking uh, last, actually. Really? Yeah. You got like three right out of yeah. eight yeah. matches. <laughs> three is better than two because the match is over then. Uh, Smathers says the Demon loses and will be on two or five live in a month. Oh. Uh, <sighs> Joe retains versus someone who isn't Mysterio. Harper, maybe? Uh, AJ wins. Usos retain in what should be a ladder match. Uh, McMahon wins with help from a returning Bray Wyatt, which sets up that feud. Angle wins, and then Cena wins. So, apparently he does two matches. Uh, Triple H wins because he has to beat everyone before he retires. Yep. <laughs> and then Murphy retains. I have never actually watched one of his matches, though. Why? It's Smathers. He's been on pay-per-views. How have you not seen? <laughs> I know. He's been on pre-shows. No, no, he did. No, no, he was on like one main. He's like on one main it was card. The Royal Rumble, right? Must have been yeah. his break against uh, uh, your mom, Cedric. Uh, so the winner take all for the women's championship belts. Becky Lynch takes on Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. I am doubling down and saying Charlotte Flair wins. Uh, Adam and Hefe went with Becky Lynch. Uh, Jason, who are you going with? Uh, I think you're going to go with Becky here. It's the first women's main event. You want the feel-good moment at the end here. So. <coughs> Sal was calling the shot there. Sal, who do you got? I got Becky. I was actually surprised. I thought Jason was going the other way. And Ginger? Ronda Rousey. <sighs> Virtually guaranteeing that Ronda does not win. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> how's my chances? The Universal Championship is on the line as Brock Lesnar reminds us that he exists versus <laughs> Seth Rollins. Uh, I have gone with Rollins. Jeff has gone with Rollins. Adam has gone with Cock Lesnar. Which is kind of shocking when you think about it. I mean, not that shocking. I mean, he Ginger. wants that to be the finish, just that he yeah. thinks it's going to be. So that's how convinced he is, which is telling. Jinja. This is going to be the Debbie Downer of the night. Uh, Brock Lesnar retains. I still insist that uh, Lesnar is going to win the money in the bank and going to cash in on whoever is the WWE champion and move to SmackDown. But, you know, whatever. Uh, Jason. Oh, fuck me. I agree with Ginger. Yeah, Brock Lesnar is going to win this. 
Uh, for no other reason other than Blood Money in the Sand 4 is coming up in May, so I think the Saudis want Brock Lesnar on the show. I think that show is probably where he'll drop it to Seth Rollins. Okay. Sal? Remember last year when oh. anybody who would have picked Brock to retain over Roman would have been had stones thrown at them and been classified as dumb as fuck? Because they're gay? <laughs> That's a different country. <laughs> oh, I thought we were still talking about Saudi Arabia. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as much as it's going to fucking suck, and it might even suck the air out of the building, Brock's retaining. All right. Uh, Samantha says that Rollins wins, and hopefully we'll, we'll never see, never hear Lesnar's music again. And also that uh, Lynch beats Charlotte, leaving for Rousey's return against Lynch. You never actually beat me. Uh, that takes us to our main event. The WWE Championship is online as Daniel Bryan takes on Kofi Kingston. I have chosen Daniel Bryan. Uh, Adam and Hefe chose Kofi Kingston. What say you, Ginger? This is your feel really fucking good moment that is going to pay off for Kofi. Kofi Kingston will be your new WWE Champion. Jason. Uh, fuck, I agree with Ginger twice in a row. Kofi Kingston. Yeah, welcome to the dark side. And Sal. <laughs> what does it say about you that you're picking the guy who's, who's been held down because of his race to lose this match, Troy? <laughs> Whatever, I'm going with Kofi. It's the feel-good moment of the year. It's Kofi I, Mania, man. I mean, you can still have Bobby Lashley retain, and you can be like, look, the black guy's got a belt. It's um, yeah, well, Smith says Daniel Bryan wins because McMahon loves Hulk Hogan. Ugh. All right, so, so can I make a uh, suggestion here as we move to the next segment? Okay. We only have one show on the indie dates that's actually taking place this weekend. Can we just do that one and move on? And we'll do the rest next week when we don't have. Yep, I agree with that. Now, can we have just have a real quick? I, I just got a quick question. I've been meaning to ask you guys. Now that it is WrestleMania Paul week. Mitchell. Oh, sorry, it was a different question. Never mind. Go ahead. Now that it is WrestleMania week, are you more amped that you were last week? Are you looking more forward to Mania this week than you were <laughs> previous weeks? I am so looking forward to NXT tomorrow night and way more so than Mania. I am really looking forward to the Pizza Hut pizza that I will be devouring on Sunday night. Yeah. I'm looking forward to having fun on Sunday night, but when I look at this match card, it's not too great outside of maybe two or three matches. I will say that most of the time when the card looks underwhelming, those have been some of my favorite WrestleManias. True, true, absolutely. That was just just a quick question, because this week I've, I've been really amped for Mania for some reason. I don't know why, but like Monday hit and I was like, oh shit, it's Mania week. Yeah, it's yeah. still it's still Christmas for wrestling fans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I got a quick question for you guys. Um, is that crowd going to be there the whole time? I mean, no. that, that, they nope. keep adding more matches. I feel like that's a detriment. Uh, well, that's where you have the benefit of the women flash event. photography. No, the women main eventing because they're going to be so hyped by the time that match comes around. So they will at least yeah. end hot. Okay. All right, fair. We are we are going to get periods like we did last year yeah. of dead dead crowd, but oh yeah, you can't you can't do anything about that, man. You're no. you're asking people to sit 
in a fucking arena for like seven goddamn hours. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It's a yeah. lot. But again, I mean, the the hangovers will will kick in, the beer will kick in, you know, the five hour energy will kick in, and the excitement of the main event is going to be what's going to keep right. the people around. And there's going to and Kofi, yeah, they 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 are going to have a very good flow to the to the yeah. show. We you know that. See, do you think at one point we see Jeff crowd surfing past the hard cam? That would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they they the the one trick they need to do though they need to space it correctly. Yeah, right. They, yeah, that's one thing that they tend have to failed they, at they, in the past. No, most of the time they're pretty good, but sometimes they've had some fucking killer just downers. So let's hope yeah. they just do it in the right order. You just need to make sure that you follow up the thanks for all the suck match with like uh um Daniel Bryan's match. You know, yes. because yeah. the crowd is going to not give a fuck and they need something to put per- per- I think they'll, uh, yeah, I think they'll they'll care, but they they're gonna need a big boost after that one. It's, Anybody it's get fun. a guess on what opens the show? What opens the show? Yeah. <sighs> uh, uh I'm Styles a- and Orton. Yeah, I was just about to say Styles and Orton, so it's not going to be that one. Styles and Orton. I was thinking maybe Finn and Lashley, but they kind of did Finn last year. But no, they have, will, they they won't have nighttime. opening match energy. Yeah. AJ Styles has opening match energy. That's yeah. true. Maybe the maybe the SmackDown take belts because the Usos and Black Ashay are some you know. Are, are, yeah, Black Ashay and the Usos to get them hyped. That's true. But we'll see this Sunday. WWE Network. Nine ninety nine. Smatter says he's going to have some Nashville hot chicken wings and be yelling at his TV on Sunday. He doesn't even know what the matches are for NXT. To which I tell you, sir, go back and listen to yesterday's NXT Revisited, because Troy and I went through all that shit for you to get you ready for NXT. Well worth it. And yes, I I do think that John Cohn's son will help Braun Strowman win the Andrew for the Giant Battle Royale. And that will bring us to me telling you that this Saturday, APW returns to live on <laughs> April 6th at 6 p.m. as they present Spring Loaded 8 at the Newburyport Elks Lodge at 25 Low Street. Currently, the card looks like this. APW Heavyweight Champion Dynamite Danny Miles will f- defend against former champion the Devil's Reject Brandon Webb. APW New England Champion Demon Ortiz will be defending his title against hard-hitting Bobby Ocean. We'll also see the return of Slick Wagner Brown when he takes on the masshole Mike McCarthy in a match to determine the number one contender for the APW New England Championship. We will have Redemption versus the Dick Busters in a grudge match. All that and much, much more when APW presents Spring Loaded 8 on Saturday night, April 6th. Be there. It's going to be a good one. It is. Um, um, it's my first show back at APW since my child was born, so uh, I'm getting pretty antsy for that one. Yeah, and I have to miss it's... it. I'm a little bummed. So. Oh! Yeah. So, oh. Oh, you suck. I know, I do. <laughs> Thanks well, for all the suck. That does it for the rundown for this Thursday, March 21st. Nope, didn't update that. This Thursday, <laughs> April 4th, 2019. As always, if you could please rate us and leave us a review, we will read your review on air. You can put whatever you want in it. I will read it. Gotta, I Gotta be five stars for us to read it, though. Does it? Yeah. Are we yeah, sure about that? I'm not going to read two stars. If people want us to read stupid shit, they got to give us five stars. I mean, I would read it. Have we checked to see if we have any new ones in a while? No. 
Okay. Well, they they give us a two star and just a shit review right up. Five stars and a shit re- review and write up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But not two yeah. stars. We're not gonna read it if you're gonna give us two stars. Fuck off. We're not gonna read it. <laughs> uh, this week's episode was brought to you by Anchor Podcasting. Are you a moron? <laughs> <laughs> not done. Not done. Are you a moron who just wants to blather on and on while getting paid? Then Anchor Podcasting is perfect for you. Ooh. Sign up for free now and start a podcast that you won't even own. Anchor owns all rights to every word you say, but we'll slap that shit on iTunes for you because now you belong to us. Join today and you can start filling your podcast with ads for dick pills, dick chewing gum, and dicks with podcasts like Dwight2J. Unlimited earning potential as long as at least 10,000 people listen to your shitty sounding episodes. Use promo code WEOWNYOU to get 45% off your first payout. I, the sound, I, I thought that would go over, but see, that's why I don't do ad reads. Uh, <laughs> the one you did on the thread the other day was fantastic. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Rundown Wrestling. Email the show your dick pics via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Go to Instagram.com slash Rundown Wrestling, YouTube.com slash Rundown Wrestling. Leave us a voicemail at 617-863-6967. That's 61-RUNDOWN-7. We are now on Patreon. Head over to Patreon.com slash Rundown Wrestling to become a patron. Check out our website, RundownWrestling.com, for information on all of our other great shows, such as the Nitromania podcast, Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, Making the Grade, NXT Revisited, ROH Dishonorable Discharge, and WrestleMania Salvation. You can also check out the archives for all of those shows, as well as the complete archives for my other podcast, The Slasher Sanitarium, as well as a brand new episode. Listen to our friends at Kingpin Brian Malotis on my Kraken and the wrestling podcast about nothing with new podcasts every Monday. Go to Facebook.com, so it's the WPN or the WPAN.com. Yeah, and real quick shout out the uh, the Kingpin Brian Malonis, the uh, former Kingpin, the the, the, the bruiser, Brawler. Brawler the Brian brawler. Malonis, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with his partner, the Beer City Bruiser, will be competing this weekend in Madison Square Garden. Huge thing for them, and congratulations. Absolutely. Definitely. Check out a friend, Justin Michaels. On his show, Yesterlin Waltz. Who will not be at Madison Square Garden this weekend, so fuck it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Go to yesterlinwaltz.com or watch it on your Roku through the RNTV app or the 24-7 Retro app. You can follow our hosts on Twitter at gstart0920, at Rockstar Troy, at WrestleMania Sale, at Realist Tommy, at Johnny Analog, and at Ginger19876, and at random underscore porn underscore chick. Thanks to all of you for listening. <laughs> Thanks to Jason. Thanks, Troy. Ginger. Thank you very much. And Sal. Thank you, Troy. Everybody go enjoy WrestleMania. Like Jason said, this is our fucking Christmas. All right. Thanks, as always, to Jason for our theme song and being our editor. And thanks to Sal for all of his years of service to the rundown. And good luck with your new podcast on Anchor Podcasting. I'm going to fucking drive to Wisconsin <laughs> and slap you. <laughs> for the record, I put that shit in there. Yeah. <laughs> that one is. I did the other one. So you don't have to Next drive week. that far to come and smack the shit out of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that, though. Anyway. <laughs> Next week, not only do we continue to pledge ourselves to pictures of beautiful women, but we will also bring you a review of WrestleMania as well as the shows after WrestleMania because they're always fucking insane. So with that, 
I guess that means we will see you next Tuesday. Thursday. Thursday. We'll see you next Thursday. It's been a long fucking night. We will see your ass next time. Peace out, bitches. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Too hot. Too hot, bitches. This has been a production of the Rundown Wrestling Network. If you're interested in having your podcast join the Rundown Wrestling Network, please email us at rundownwrestling at gmail.com for more information. And thank you for listening. And you too. Thank you for watching.